so glad that you are here to enjoy another fun-filled edition of, that's right, you guessed it, the Arnie State Show. How you doing this morning? I am doing very well. Had a taquito just a few minutes ago. I'm in a decent mood. I shaved. I'm good to go wearing an Arn Anderson t-shirt. It's on like neck bone, people. Man, do we have a jam-packed show today. Wow. And tomorrow we got Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy on. Holy crap. NFL draft is a week from tomorrow. We got all kinds of stuff to talk about. So uh, I I hope that you're doing well. By the way, I just want to pass this on. Any of you golf fans out there, if you did not watch the 30 for 30 last night on Greg Norman, wow. Bravo to ESPN. And I don't say that very often because that network has gone to hell in a handbasket on a rocket ship. But they did such an amazing... If you don't know who Greg Norman... Greg Norman, one of the greatest golfers to ever live. The, the shark, if you will. Who is the author of the greatest breakdown in Masters history. Third round, he had like a seven-shot lead. By the turn on hole 10 on Sunday, he was losing and ended up losing to Sir Nick Faldo, and they went through that. By the way, that wasn't the only time he's blown three masters. And ESPN had the gall to say, hey, we want to take you to Augusta and have you relive this. And I tell you what. You want to talk about a man with grace and class? I'm not the world's biggest Greg Norman fan. Boy, but I tell you what, I'm turning into it. That guy right there, let me tell you about it. A lot of people could say I'm a bad sport about things. I hate losing, but I will acknowledge if I lose, I will shake the winner's hand and say congratulations. I'm still pissed. Greg Norman blew this fucking giant lead, and he comes out to the press and goes, Who likes green anyway? I was like, God damn it. That's a man right there. That's what we should be showing to our children. People like that. Athletes like that. Oh, it was really, really good. So I I highly recommend watching that. I finally got to see a new uh, episode of Winning Time. Oh, my God. This show on HBO, by the way, the show is getting sued by Jerry West for defamation of character. Even though HBO has this thing says some of the people are d- displayed as they show Jerry West as an asshole. And from everything I've heard, he was an asshole. But this was the episode that introduced us to Larry Bird. And the guy who plays Larry Bird should win not only a Cable Ace Award, not only an Emmy. Hell, give him the Academy Award. That's a, Just for his shooting touch alone, he looked just like Larry Legend. Holy shit. So, yeah, good TV yesterday. I was I was very, very happy with that. Still haven't seen Better Call Saul Part 2 yet. Bastards. Let's get some good mornings out the way, shall we? Uh, Bradster, first one here, says, Morning, big and happy hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Hump day. To all the asshats out there, Douglas says, happy hump day. Ass family. Battleborn in Nebraska says, good morning, ass family. Happy hump day. And happy 420. Yeah, it's 420. Woo! You know what that means, right? Today's the day that Columbine happened. Hey, happy 420. Hitler was born on this day. 
God, I'm a dick sometimes, aren't I? Uh, let's see, Battleborn, uh, he said that, uh, Andrew says happy 420. Pump day, pump day, pump day. To the moistest bunch of unwoke, unwoke folks out there, damn right. Hangdown Jen says good morning, ask Jen. Jen, how are you this morning? Hey, hey, I got something for you to try. The Risky Squidward. Risky Squidward. The guy takes a laxative and bends over. The partner gets behind him and grabs his dick between his legs and tries to get him off before the laxative kicks in. Chad and I tried the Risky Squidward last night and he won. He frosted me like a cake, a chocolate cake. Oh, <laughs> that is the Risky Squidward right there for you. Uh, let's see. Straight Fire says, let's get this party started. Ghost in Nevada says, good morning, y'all. By the way, uh, Fred is the reason why we played Billy Joel. I told you I was going to do a Neil Diamond day today, which we are. But I had to send some good vibes Fred's way. Fred's got some stuff. I, I, I implore the ass family to do the same. But, hey, Fred, I hope you enjoyed your Billy Joel this morning. By the way, by the way, got an email from Bradley. Uh, let me read this email real fast, like, to you. It says, hey, Arnie. Uh, just got back from seeing Garth Brooks. By the way, email brought to you by Jazz Force. Uh, hey, Arnie, just got back from seeing Garth Brooks in Nissan Stadium in Nashville on Friday and Saturday. To hear him on your show Monday was fantastic. Thanks for playing him as I know he's not your favorite. Love the show, Bradley. Ah, no problem. See, all Bradley did was email me at ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com and said, Hey, can you play this Garth Brooks and here's some song ideas? All you got to do is do the same thing. Me and Fred were texting yesterday. I was like, hey, can I play something for you? He's like, yeah, play Billy Joel. I said, no problem. No problemo at all. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ratburger just wrote me. And for all those 420ers sitting out in Golden Gate Park today, don't forget to wear your mask because between tokes, Aunt Nancy says follow CDC guidance, and they say a mask or two always when smoking. <laughs> there you go. Uh, let's see, uh, Derek says, good morning, ass family, and a very happy pump day, pump there you go, uh, let's see, uh, uh, oh, my lucky stars, it's Braddy Kid, everybody, oh, my gosh, Dolly. I know, it's, it, it, isn't it great, surprise, 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 oh, man, she's taking a day off of work today, you know why, this is why, I work with retards, yeah, pretty much, she does, uh, Hangtown Jen says, loving the Billy Joel to start the day. He's one of my favorite seeing concert. Alicia says, good morning, ass family. Arise is in the house. Good morning. Hope apartment hunting went well for you guys yesterday. Oh, I'll tell you about it here in a second here. Uh, let's see. Uh, so you're wearing a bulletproof shirt? Pretty much, yeah. The Arn Anderson shirt, totally bulletproof. Uh, I'm not going to even respond to Braddy Kit. Risky Squidward, please, you know what a SpongeBob fan I am. I fucking had Mike dressing up as Squidward 10 years ago. This has played out, my friend. Ogre, buenos dias. Ogre says, I hope you took a nasty shit in the apartment. Well, so yesterday we went apartment hunting for Brad Kid's son. And uh, much, much better yesterday. Way better. Well, kind of. First place we went to is out in Useless. I'm sorry, Euless, Texas, in the mid-cities is like they, D Dallas is so stuck up. I swear to God, just say that you live in Euless. I, I live in the mid-cities. Then there are some people who go, I live in the park cities in Dallas. It, 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 there's Highland Park. There's White Rock Lake Park. 
There's, there's all these little park cities. You live in Highland Park, dickface, okay? You're better than everybody else. la fucking da So we have to go out to Euless yesterday because he's going to be working close out there. So first place we went to. First place he went to, if he doesn't get that apartment, he's an idiot. I mean, a garage, pretty decent-sized apartment. Did, did I mention a garage? With access right into, like, like it's a garage. Have you ever had an apartment garage before? Sometimes you, like, have to park a mile away in the garage and then you walk into your house. This one is attached to the apartment. It's phenomenal. And the lady was super nice. I told her about Wood, wood Bluff Oaks or Wood Oaks, whatever the fucking place is that we need to recall again. But, uh, yeah, first place, phenomenal. Uh, hey, me too, Braddy Kid, except I'm going to quit. <laughs> You're still a hick living in Texas, no matter what fancy name you try. Oh, I know. Oh, oh, absolutely. Yes, we live in the park cities. Shut up. So, next apartment complex we went to. Looking around, we pull in. It's about a mile away. By the way, none of these apartment complexes required appointments to take a tour. So, went to the next one. I didn't go into the apartment. My knee was killing me yesterday. I didn't have my knee brace with me. I'm wearing it now. But as soon as we walked in, dude, the apartment, it, it smelled like, yeah, yeah, guys, you'll know this smell. You ever walk into a, a John, not, not, not a guy named John, but a toilet, yeah, like, like, like that had just recently been cleaned, but somebody had already fucking defiled it with shit. So it was like half shit, half clean. As soon as I walked in that apartment complex, I got hit with that. I was like, oh, God, this place smells like shit. Good God. I proudly tell people I live in Rockwell and fucking rich bitches, but not really rich. They don't need to know that. Yeah, the lady thought, like, like we were looking for apartments. So like, when can you? When are you guys moving in? I'm like, we have a house. We ain't moving in no apartment. But she was super nice at the first place. So the little Hindu guy, I think he was a Hindu guy. I've never seen this before in my life. Never before seen this in my life in the great state of Texas. The motherfucker had a humidifier on his desk. You don't need a humidifier in the state of Texas. That's like getting a humidifier in Florida. That place just stunk. It was, I I didn't see the apartment. The, The place stunk. And, oh, and... If you wanted covered parking, you had to pay for it. It was just a, a free-for-all in the parking. It was the Old West. Third place we went to. Have you ever been to India? Kind of humid. Oh, I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, Nevada, you definitely have to have a humidifier because it's dry as a motherfucker there. But uh, third place we went to was an older apartment complex. Real ugly gal was working there. They didn't have anything to show us, and it just felt like real cramp there. So yesterday wasn't a horrible day. We, I, I think we found him one, the first one. If he doesn't go with the first one, I'm going to kick him in the ass. Um, I've got one on my desk in Oklahoma, too. Uh, what the hell? It's humid as shit there. That's like having a fucking humidifier in Florida. Well, if you could sell humidifiers in Florida, you can sell anything. What's this? Oh, I know what that is. Okay, I already know what that sound effect is. Okay, never mind. Uh, all right, we ready to start the show? We, we, all right, have, we, have we gone through enough? Have I gone through enough bullshit here? Okay, gone through enough. 
Oh, boy. Joe Biden's at it again. Joe was asked yesterday. Joe, Joe wasn't in a good mood yesterday. We didn't get necessarily tough Joe, which I love. I love tough Joe Biden. Tough Joe Biden is one of my favorite characters out there. They run the AC all the time. It dries up the air. Okay. Get swamp cooler. There you go. Um, somebody from the press asked him, uh, do you think people should still be, uh, do you think people should wear masks on planes? And he came out and said, well, it's up to them. I haven't talked to the CDC yet. Joe, Joe's not happy. Joe, Joe got dealt a loss. Because, once again, and I, I, I tell you what, it was kind of funny yesterday watching uh, social media and seeing a lot of my friends who are traveling. And if you're my friend, then you're pretty much going to be on my wavelength, if you know what I mean. And they were taking the, how great it was to be in an airport without a mask on. How great it was to fly yesterday without a mask on. I know, isn't freedom awesome? Not for Joe Biden, though. You know why? Corn Pop was a bad dude. Exactly. By the way, that one's never going away. Corn Pop was a bad dude. And neither is this. Imagine had the tobacco industry been immune to prostitute being sued. Come on. What a stupid son of a bitch. I mean, really? Seriously? Seriously? Oh, Joseph. Joseph Biden. By the way, the mask mandate removal from uh, travel is being attacked by NBC News, ABC News, MSNBC, and uh, did I say ABC? They're going after the judge that said no, that threw it out. Why? Because the judge was appointed by that evildoer, that one man, that orange fellow, Donald Trump. This is what I love about today's current media. <laughs> Battleborn. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, that one. That one either. Battleborn in Nebraska. Come on, man. That one's never going away either. By him saying that and the fact that they haven't already filed uh, a suit to reverse it means they've already lost. If it was that important, you would have done so immediately. Yeah, look, <clears throat> he's probably figured, look, I've controlled the American people enough. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, ink and onk, his two imaginary friends. Oh, there is such a good story coming up next. I cannot wait to do it. But I, I love the fact that all these media outlets are ripping apart this judge for this. And it reminded me of what's going on with Elon Musk. Do you remember about two months ago, I was about the only person that said, I don't like Elon Musk. I think he's a Bond villain. Elon, it, not, not a beloved guy, but he wasn't hated. He wasn't public enemy number one. Now he is. Because he wants to restore free speech to Twitter, He's a bad person. Now, I want you to think about that. Because he wants to have people be able to say whatever they want to say, minus slander, because in America, once again, do I have to say it, free speech is fucking protected by the Constitution, including hate speech. 
Now, I know that, that Twitter is a privately owned company. Well, it's publicly traded, so I don't know how they get away with, you know, restricting free speech, but th- that's above my pay grade. I, I, I hate it. I hate what the, this, this character assassination that's going on now with Elon Musk, all because he wants to restore free speech. I'm lost. I, I, I truly am lost. When somebody, do you remember that there's a little fellow by the name of Howard Stern? You remember when he was bitching and moaning about free speech when he was on the public airways? He's somebody that wants Elon Musk shut up too. How can you work in the broadcast industry in America and have problems with free speech? My mind is like jello right now. It's like somebody put egg beaters in there and, and scrambled my fucking brain. Liberals have lost their fucking minds. Mm. I sent you a cute one in Instagram. Joe finishing up his speech and going for a handshake to the air. He wanders around a bit. Look, Oh, I, that's what I've been talking about. Jen, Jen, I talked about that the other day, and that's the next story. Because fact-checkers have come out and fact-checked it. Because everybody's having so much fun with it. Fact-checkers, he was, uh, Biden's gesture was not directed to an empty space. Um, Motherfucker, please, let's just tell the truth here. Come on. Who was he, he, there's allegedly, there was side seating. These people were at least 10, 15 feet away from him. And he goes out to shake a hand. He's not waving at him. But the fact checkers, like yesterday, somebody put this picture on Facebook. And underneath it, like remember when you used to get the little COVID things, the little Circle X, uh, uh, misinformation there. Um, excuse me. Who was he talking to behind him? Because if you watch the video, and Jen, I love this is one of my new favorite Biden videos. Is he gets done with the speech, he wraps his shit up, and then he just turns to the right and he puts his hand out and he's shaking hands. That's not a gesture of waving to the people there. And then he turns around and he puts his back to the crowd, which you never do. Oh my God, you never do that. Turned his back to the crowd. There was nobody back there. And then when you watch him walk off, he looks like just a, a, a little old man who's so frail and he's walking out of there. Oh. Derek says, I say God bless the man. Oh, Elon Musk, okay, yeah. Ogre says, because Howard Stern raged against the machine until he became part of the machine. I wonder what would happen if Joe Biden decided to go after Howard Stern. Free speech stuff. Or the liberals decided to. I know they won't. Oh, don't, don't, don't get me wrong. I know they won't because he's on their team now just like he's a protected class. He, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, they can get away with pretty much doing whatever they want. Hello, The story I did yesterday, you remember the story out of Arizona State? 
a black DJ at an elementary school, like fundraiser, was accused of wearing blackface. And then the guy found out it was an actual black man, and the guy doubled down, the woke guy doubled down and said, oh, he's still wearing blackface. No, that's just his face. Why hasn't anybody said anything about Howard Stern, Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon? I'm still waiting. Oh, I already know. I already know. I already know. They're, they're protected, but it's bullshit. It's absolute bullshit. How many people have been canceled for blackface? The University of Texas almost, almost lost our alma mater song, The Eyes of Texas, because it was first played in the 19-teens by a group of minstrels, actors, not periods, but a group of actors who were wearing blackface, and they almost got rid of The Eyes of Texas, something that was done over 100 years ago. Howard Stern, Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon have all done this within the last 20 years. What the fuck? See, this is the th- these are the things that make me mad because the rules on the show on this show are simple. Consistency, which that has none of, logic none of, and fuck your feelings. Yet we let them get away with it. Just makes you want to scratch your head and go, what the fuck? What am I missing? Hi, Mama. Happy uh, hump day to you, too. Hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Uh, it makes me chuckle. How can you fact check it? He was there. He spoke. He then finished and went for a handshake. They're fact checking for the fact that he was not confused. That's what they're doing. The man is fucking confused. The man is lost. He's 79 years old. And by the way, former President Barack Hussein Obama told the media yesterday that Joe told him a couple weeks ago when uh, when Barack was there, you know, probably signing some stuff because that's what he has to do because he's the one running the country. When he was in the White House, Joe told him, I'm running in 2024. Let me put this tobacco in my mouth. And he said he's running in 2024. Joe Biden is 79 years old right now. Joe Biden will be 82, almost 83 years old in 2024. Come on. Do we really want an 83-year-old guy who definitely has dementia because he's just fucking shaking hands with people that aren't there? Did you see the, quote, fact check about the bird shit on his jacket? They're saying, no, no, it was grain particles. Yeah, that fall straight down like bird shit. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, I saw that one, too. Even birds hate Joe Biden. Ah, ah. Do you think he was responding to the voice in his earpiece? Turn right, Joe. Raise your hand. Turn right again. 
Dems are going to start throwing Biden under the bus. They realize they are fucked in the midterms. Triple T, I keep saying that, man. And it, it seems like the, the media hasn't. And, well, something happened last weekend, and it was very, very interesting. I told you about this on Monday when, uh, when that, that bag of shit Michael Che said the only reason why Elon Musk wants to have free speech is so that white guys can say the N-word again. Low-hanging fruit, terrible joke, shit. But before that, the, the other guy, the, the white guy on, on Weekend Update, Mr. Scarlett Johansson, and by the way, he can have that ugo. Uh, Mr. Scarlett Johansson said, like, three minutes worth of Biden jokes. They ripped Biden apart. Rut roll. Is that the, the small turn that we start to see? Is that now the comedians and TV and then the, the hardcore media and then everybody turns on him? The man is a feeble little old bit. I, I got to find this video here. Uh, let's see. Wasn't the earpiece. The Easter Bunny was redirecting him. Let's see. Robert says, Arnie, you're dialed into the AA community. I have friends who say that Jill's mental problems are long-term alcoholism. What do you think? They could be. I, I, I don't know enough about Joe Biden to know that if he is a, a raging alcoholic like Nancy Pelosi. Well, I'll just go ahead and say that uh, by fa- a fact. I mean, Scotchy Pelosi. That's our new name. We're going to start referring to Nancy now as Scotchy. Scotchy Pelosi. I guarantee you, though, back when, when Biden was just a, a senator, he threw some raging parties. I think he's an old man that has... He, he has dementia or Alzheimer's. Honestly, that's what I think. <laughs> Someone had Alexa up really loud on stage, and Joe was just doing what he was told. All right, let's see if I can find this video real quick so I can share this video. So weird. Of uh, uh, Joe and Jill Biden sitting together no that one isn't it videos damn it uh let's see joe biden jill biden with joe in a baseball cap sitting video And it was real recent. If anybody can find that, please. Oh, Dan, did you find it? Is that it right there? Oh, Dan, if this is it, you're my listener of the day. Come on now. Computer pulling up. Got so many damn computers in this house now. Everything's slowed down. Ugh. Oh, the ad is some fat chick measuring her legs that she didn't shave. Yuck. Oh, here we go. Here's Joe. Oh, the Easter Bunny. Easter Mr. President. Easter Bunny just scared the shit out of him. Wow. The bunny was labeled Joe. 
Titans handler. South Lawn. Thank you and happy, happy Easter. All right. Uh, Radberg says, I heard the bunny was White House Communications Director Ginger, Ginger Jen's, Jen P. Sucky's boss. If anybody can find that video of them sitting there, Joe looks so lost with his baseball cap on. It's really sad. I mean, yeah, so sad. Uh, but funny. I mean, it, like... This is kind of one of those double-edged swords where you don't want to see people just fucking completely lose it. But with this guy, you kind of do. And you think, you know, he's a grandfather and all this kind of stuff. And you're like, yeah, I don't know. I love it, though. I, I got to say, I do I do like it. I, I, I'm still a sore loser when it comes to this election. You know, the one that was stolen. By the way, speaking of Jen P. Sucky, Joe's watching the kids thinking, gonna sniff you, 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 the colored kid over there. That's what we used to call him. <laughs> oh, Jen P. Sucky. Boy, what, what, what a great actress. I cannot find the audio to this because I don't want to download this woman's show. Jen Psaki was on a podcast the other day. That's right, on a podcast. And she broke into tears discussing Florida's controversial parental rights bill. <clears throat> let, me, let, me, let, let me see if I can do her voice here. Quote, <clears throat> I'm going to get emotional about this issue because it's horrible. This is the podcast, uh, Jessica Yellen's News Not Noise. They're discussing the new law in Florida. About sexual and uh, class, uh, Ron DeSantis's bill prohibits classroom instruction on sexual orientation and gender identity in third grade or younger. This is an issue that makes me completely crazy. It's like kids who are bullied, and then all these leaders are taking steps to hurt them and hurt their lives and hurt their families. Multiple layers. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. She's a better actor than LeBron. How sad is it that parents now need a bill to say how they can and can't raise their children? Jin Pisaki is against parental rights. Are you serious? 
So what she's saying is that her children, God forbid if she ever had any, has Peppermint Patty put out anything? Has she shit out any kids? Because I'm going to tell you this right now. She shit out kids, and those kids can do whatever the fuck they want. She can't say anything about it. Otherwise, she might cry. Oh, I'm going to get emotional about this. Short of beating, starving, selling your kids into human trafficking, parents should be able to do with their kids whatever they want. If you don't want your kids learning about sex in in first grade or kindergarten, as a parent, I think you should have that right. Scott says she has two kids. Okay, well, I hope those kids already have jobs. I mean, if the kids don't want to go to school, I guess they don't have to go to school, right? Mom can't tell them to go to school because, well, she might cry. I don't have children, thank the Lord. But all you people out there that do have kids, you have the hardest job in the world. You're raising adults. And it's up to you what kind of kid you raise. It's not up to the government. If it was up to the government, guess what? We wouldn't have crime. If they wanted to raise your kids... If I want my son to make shoes in China, that should be my right. Dude, talking about kids, there was a scary story that happened. And 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 by the way, I'm not a big Mavericks fan, and it couldn't have happened to a better team. Dallas Mavericks game the other night. An 11-year-old girl was at the game with her family. Nothing wrong with that. The 11-year-old girl goes to the bathroom. I, was, I, I, I had gone to Mavericks games as a kid, and I would be able to go to the bathroom by myself at 11. She goes to the bathroom at 11, and then surveillance cameras catch her leaving the game with some other guy. They found her, I think, yesterday, and they, they, they found her because she was about to get human trafficked. And where did they find her? So it's not up to the government on how we raise our kids, but it's up to them whether we have them at all. Makes sense. Right? I mean, seriously. I'm so opposed to all these new abortion laws that are out there. They make me cringe as someone who says he's conservative. They really do. There's a new law, and, and I had to ask Ratburger about this earlier. And, and Ratburger, I am so sorry I texted you so early. But I saw this thing about this new bill in California that they're talking about. Um, hold on here. Let me, let me, let me, let me find the, the bill that I was talking about. Um, it's AB2223. And they use a word in there that is just so fucking rough. 
infant side. Now, these are referring to late, late term abortions, infant side. You have two states out there already, Virginia and New York, I believe, that you can abort a fetus even after it's birthed. Isn't being human trafficking an upgrade from living in Oklahoma? That's where they were human trafficking them in Oklahoma. You see the one in California coming through where you can abort up to 28 days? Yeah, AB2223, that's the new bill. It's called, they're, they're referring to it as the infant side. Now, see, this is, where, this is where we as a people, as a nation, need to come together. This is, this is what I talk about. This is where America needs to work together. Do I think that abortion should be legal? Yes. I'm sorry to all my conservative friends out there. I'm sorry to all my very religious friends out there. Yes, I do believe it should be legal. I think it should be legal up to a certain time. I hate the fact that it's used as just a form of birth control. I hate that. But that's not up to me. But this is where our leaders need to sit down and they need to work together about this. And when I say our leaders, I I really want to let it up to the female leaders of our country. I I understand and and I have to sometimes parrot along when when people are, are mad at these old white guys telling women what they can and can't do to their bodies. It's it, look look the, you can you can hate me from now on if if you don't like my stance this is my personal stance I'm not going to tell you what if you need to get an abortion up to 28 days that then you will not be in 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 you'll you'll probably not be because I, I I don't I, I it, that that's gross to me um that's the one that confuses me if the child's born how can you abort it like you literally smothered after birth and that's legal uh alicia says it's fucking disgusting they took the new york law and said hold my beer they use lethal injection allowed in the first trimester after that it's literally fucking disgusting as representative of the anti-human league this is ogre uh anti-human galactic league we fully support human abortion (laughs) if the baby is viable it's too late i don't like abortions at all though okay hey and that's your right Oh, my, that's horrible. Why in the fucking world would we allow that? Don't we still have this huge portion of parents who want to have kids and can't? Who would adopt? I mean, well, wait, wait. Flag on the play. A man should have a say in a woman's body. I mean, part of that baby is his. Look, we can go down this road. Okay. You want to go down that road? I'll go down that road. What if the guy doesn't want the baby? Why is he on the hook for it? If we're going to allow women to have all the say, and that's where I stand. I, just, I, I, I would rather just have all the women have all the say on this. But why can't the guy then just opt out? I'm out. Pull the old blackjack dealer. You know, when they, when they get done, they clap their hands and they show their hands. 
Why don't we allow guys to do that? Uh, separation of church and state has really gone to shit. Yeah, oh, it has. I agree with that. Well, come on. I mean, th this is my favorite part when people, when, when that phrase is brought up. What do every fucking political candidate for major office do two days before the election in November? Every single one of them are seen at a church. Why? Because they want the religious vote. This country was not founded on Christianity. It was founded on the freedom to choose what religion you have. This is such a a long-winded subject that we, we could literally talk about this for four hours, and I wouldn't have a problem doing that. It'd be boring, but any doctor who would euthanize a born baby essentially has a death wish. It would take too much to find out which doctor did the deed, and there are enough vengeful religious people who would commit murder with no second thought. We'll be back to blowing up abortion clinics. Yeah? Oh, look. That's why I said it yesterday. If I saw a group of fucking Muslim people on a plane start to yell Ali Akbar, I'm going to freak out just as much as I'm going to freak out when I see a, a busload of Christians at an abortion clinic. The precedent has been set. Uh, Alicia says, Brady, that would also mean if the guy wants to have an abortion and she doesn't, he would have to consider it. It's just a sticky situation. It is. Someone, Ogre says, somewhere in ancient Pharaoh Ramses I, who ordered the firstborn of Israel to die, is smiling. Special Kale says, he literally has to sign documents, and they have to be approved in order not to be held liable. Yeah, but why should that happen? Why should he just not be able to say, hey, it's my choice? We were both responsible enough to make it. We're both responsible enough to raise it. Steph, that's absolutely, you're right, yes. But there are a lot of people that say, well, I don't want to raise it. What about the guys that do want to raise the kid? And the lady says, no, it's my body, my choice, and she gets the abortion. Well, the guy's willing to take care of it. He has no say there. And a lot of people say, well, well, the guy should, well, why doesn't the guy have say? Because it's not his body. It is still a medical procedure, after all. I don't understand the logic behind late-term abortions or infant-side abortions after they're born. Like, I think that's a decision on having an abortion would be early on. Otherwise, it's inhumane, in my opinion. I, I agree with your opinion. Now, unless there's some sort of medical emergency or something has gone terribly wrong, and I will not say this. I will not say that you should be able to, when you find out if you if, – Maybe your kid's missing a few chromosomes. Maybe they're going to have to ride the small bus the rest of their life. I don't think that's the time to say, hey, I'm ready to abort it now because I want a perfect kid. But when we allow all this stuff to happen, it happens. There are plenty of people out there who 
who think uh, abortions at all are wrong. Even the ones that are caused by incest and rape. This is why I hate talking about the subject because it's uh, it, it's such a paradox in my head that, that that's going on. That I don't think it should be used as a form of birth control, but I understand it and blah, blah, blah. It's, I, this is why I hate the topic. I hate the topic so fucking much. Uh, yeah, but they expand the, quote, definition of emergency. Uh, I know, Douglas. I know. Special Kale says, I know plenty of those babies, and they're some of the happiest I've ever seen. I know. I know. And that's the point. That's where we all have to sit down and have grown-up, hard-ass conversations. You know, I, 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 I don't know a lot of people with special needs. I, I, I see some people on TikTok that I that – I, there's one kid on there, Baker Banner, who I follow, who's 23, 24 years old. Young man lives with his parents, probably not going to be able to ever live on his own, which is fine. But he's a functioning member of society. He makes these videos. He goes to WrestleMania. He does all this cool shit. Why? Because he's an outgoing kid who has Down syndrome. And I think that's fantastic. Now, how do you explain to that kid who's so happy that he was adopted because his mother didn't want him because he had Down syndrome? Why would you want to take the joy away from that kid? I mean, that's going to fuck a kid up no matter what. Um, you're ma- oh, I know I'm married to a special needs person. Oh, believe me. That's why we park in handicap spots. You think I do that for my knees? No, I do that for you. Uh, Radberg texts, personally, I don't think I have any right to tell a woman to get an abortion. On a similar not no girl should be able to name any random Joe as the father and then automatically be forced to pay support. But if it's mine, I'm obligated to pay. We are all responsible for our own actions regardless of want. One more thing. What about auto, um, uh, automatic sterilization after one, two, or three? That will raise some fists. Yeah, that, that, that's very China-esque. I can't go down that one. Here's what it boils down to. Ladies, if you don't want an abortion, fuck guys that are on the same page as you. Guys, if you don't like abortions, fuck girls that are on the same page as you. If you don't, then you'll have no choice, one or the other, walking away from their responsibilities. A woman chooses to escape motherhood or that boy chooses to escape fatherhood. Mm-hmm. I've been on uh, dog C-sections where every pup was extremely deformed, hearts grown outside their chest, multiple limbs. Euthanizing puppies after birth was horrendous, so I couldn't imagine having to make that decision over a human baby. Mm-hmm. Ban sex, make it easy. There you go. No more sex. <laughs> Masturbation guild approves. Uh, Hangtown Jen says, I was friends with someone who had two young kids like I did. Then got married later, had another at 38. She was uh, genetic tested for Down syndrome on that child. I thought it was wrong. Fast forward five years, she has divorced and married again, pregnant twice more at 43 and 45. At this point, the genetic testing is what they do. I cannot anymore deal with her selfishness. Selfishness, Bitch, you're not ready to have a child with special needs. Stop fucking breeding. You're old. Well, too old to have kids. 
If you're worried your eggs went bad. My my mom had me at 44. Just letting you know. And and by the way, my mom, I did not kill my mom. Patty. She told me I did. At five. <laughs> that didn't fuck me up. Um, also, my mother smoked and drank while she was pregnant. Douglas says, being a father is the best thing in my life. That's what I hear. That explains a lot about you, Arnie, LOL. It does, doesn't it? Oh, man. By the way, Jen Psaki is in a little bit of hot water today, and I think that's fantastic because uh, ethics groups, 35 is the cutoff, okay? Thank God that wasn't the law. Otherwise, this would be an empty seat right now. Ethics groups call for the Department of Justice to investigate Jen P. Sucky after she used her position as press secretary to shit all over Fox News while negotiating a deal with MSNBC. Uh-oh. They're looking into her. She's been in negotiations to join MSNBC while continuing to brief reporters. By the way, what kind of negotiations are you in? You're you're not a first-round draft pick. Jen, you're like a – Jen P. Sucky, you are like a seventh-round – you're Mr. Irrelevant. You're the last pick in the draft. You don't get to negotiate. It's not like you're the number one pick of Kelly McEnany, hottie. Author, she's number one. You're the last pick in the draft. Douglas, I'll remind you of that in 10 years, fucking kids. Ghost says, uh, honestly, being a father is probably the only thing that keeps me going. I want, I need to be here for him. There you go. What the shit is this about him? Oh, I'm going to have to go back to that story. Uh, Let's see. Uh, My wife is an ultrasound tech for risk pregnancies. I hear stories pretty much daily about babies who these women are going to end up terminating is hard to hear. So I listen to my wife uh, to be her therapist. Good for you. That's your job as a man. I don't need to test the genetics on my son. That kid definitely is mine. 35 is when you consider having a genetic or geriatric uterus. You have a higher chance of conceiving multiples naturally because your body is dropping more eggs, prepping you for menopause. I have a guy all you dudes should talk to. (laughs) Uh, Wow. So this is what she said last week on yet another podcast. Jen P. Sucky said that working for Fox News can make any reporter look like a stupid son of a bitch. Boy, I tell you what, they like throwing that around. What a stupid son of a bitch. So does that mean Joe Biden works for Fox News? I mean, that's breaking news. I, I th- This woman is something else. 
This country just needs a license to breed. All right there, Mao Zedong. Douglas, it's interesting. Kids are probably why I haven't chewed on a shotgun barrel. <laughs> Ironically, they cause it too. Brady Kid says, my kids are 20 and 25. We're apartment hunting for one, and the other one is responsible, but the other half, well, yeah. Just let, let, let me just say this right now. With that, don't. D- don't even get me going. Oh, believe me, I, I could fill a, a seven-hour show with the things that I've learned recently. Good God. Uh, all right, all right, all right, all right. Let, let, let's let's talk about more fun things. And abortion is not fun. I, I, I just got to say that. You can quote me on that. Abortion is not fun. Oh, I didn't work on that this morning. Damn it to hell. That's what I got to do. I got to get this damn song. I got to get the hook for this song. Hold on a second here. Let's see. Browse once again. How do you feel about your 50-year-old kid? Uh, LOL, the fatherhood show with Arnie. I kind of want to hear it. N- no, d- no. See, I, I'm, I'm, I was never destined to have kids, and I'll tell you this why. I am far too high maintenance. I'll, I'll tell you that right now. I, I am too selfish. Let, let me tell you this right now. If I couldn't get a T-shirt or a hat because the baby needed something, I'd hold it against little Arnie Jr. I, it makes me a bad person. Okay. Well, I never had kids, so I think I did pretty good there. Hold on a second. We, we got to talk about our governor, baby. Governor Wheels. Rolling, rolling all the way to D.C. Rolling, rolling all the way to D.C. Governor Wheels is bringing the border to Biden. (laughs) Eight more buses. Boy, he has just loaded them up. Eight more buses of illegal immigrants have been shipped to Washington, D.C. Adios, amigos. Vamanos. <laughs> I have to make sure he gets an Easter basket, an Easter egg hunt, or dear God. That is not true. That is a lie. Lie. Make me an Easter basket, put T-shirts and hats in there. Governor Wheels is my hero. Oh, by the way, tomorrow begins the water quest. A gallon of water a day. That starts tomorrow. Hopefully. Uh, We will continue the busing process every single day for the reason that I think you mentioned early. And that is the Biden administration has been dumping all these immigrants by the hundreds in local communities in Texas. Here you go. It's your problem now, motherfucker. I love this guy. This guy's great. Not only because he's a longhorn and crippled, but damn. I, I got to say, Governor Wheels has some fucking, uh, you know what? He must, he has to chew tobacco. 
He has to. Where? Oh, now I, oh, this is going to be tough to find. Oof. Hold on a second here. That's not it. Uh, let's see. We'll, we'll, oh, no. Take this dumbass kid. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Tyrannosaur. Uh, how do you spell Tyrannosaurus? Testicles? No, that's not it. Uh, is it under Jesse the body? Oh, there it is. There it is. Here we go. This is why I think Governor Governor Wheels chose tobacco. Bunch of slack-jawed faggots around here. This stuff will make you a goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus. Just like me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. DeSantis Wheels 2024. Uh, I drink 1.25 to 1.5 1 gallon a day. You're drinking gallon. I'm going to try. It's going to be liquid IV and water. I drink a gallon every day. You can do it. The key is to drink about half in the morning, then you can spread it out during the day. Yeah, I, and, and I have to mix some Dr. Pepper in with it during the course of the day. Otherwise, I'm going to get terrible caffeine headaches, and I'm going to murder people if I don't drink Dr. Pepper. So we're going to try to flush my system. So we're, we're, we're going to try. We're going to try. I have a special package showing up tomorrow to help with my pain. Thank you, Hangtown Jen and Hangtown Mike. Appreciate it. That, along with the gallon of water, man, I tell you what, that, that stuff they send me cleans me out. Kill that pick is a fucking nightmare for women's rights. See, this is the, but this is the problem that I have. Is that this is why if we get those two guys in office, I would be happy. I would I, I would be happy if the Senate and the House were were Democrat. Because our country works on a series of checks and balances. If you haven't noticed, and you haven't, but you have, when one party is in control, nothing gets done. Look at our current administration. Democratic-ran Congress, Democratic-run presidency. The executive and the legislative branches are the same. Thank God the judicial is still in the same. And that's what keeps America going is that the judicial at least is there to check and balance those other two. And that's what we need in this country. And that's where they should do their jobs, Steph. That's up to Congress. Look, look, let me just tell you. The president except when it comes to vetoes and things like that, the president is merely, in my opinion, kind of just a figurehead. The president can't make laws. The president can't pass laws. That's what Congress does. This, once again, this is why I've said this, and I'll say it forever, and it started with these people. Do, do your fucking job. Started with health care. They didn't do their fucking job forever. And their job is to go and tell these insurance companies because it's not the federal government's job to make sure you don't have the sniffles. And if you do have the sniffles, that you can pay to go see a doctor. That's not the government's job.
The government's job is to go and go to these companies and say, hey, you want these loopholes? You want these gigantic tax things to happen for you? Then what you're going to do is you're going to change the way that your industry works. They've done it before. Why not do it with them? Make insurance available for everybody, even if you have pre-existing conditions. You have to pay more, just like car insurance. It's not that hard. You should be able to buy insurance from any place that you want. If they can cover you and you can buy it, that's why it should happen. There's so many rules and laws in place that our government has put in place for these companies, and the companies wanted them to put these in place because it makes the companies more money. I want the companies to make money. You don't think companies would make more money if they approved everybody and they made them pay more? Well, people need affordable insurance. Well, then they need to stop smoking. If you're going to choose to smoke, then your insurance is going to go up. If you choose to live a risky lifestyle, guess what? Your insurance is going to go up. It's one big reason why I believe that after his last stint in rehab was the main reason why Ben Affleck was not cast as Batman again, because they couldn't get enough insurance on him to film a movie. Uh, but they aren't the only governors who passed new abortion laws. And it's not the governors. It's the state legislature. The governor just signs it. The governor doesn't come out. The governor wheels doesn't roll on out and go, okay, well, you know what? I'm tired of abortions, so I'm enacting this new law. And this is why people should vote in every single election. Uh, why didn't they just use Affleck? Because <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey's dead. I don't think you should be uh, fucked because of pre-existing conditions. It's not my fault I'm diabetic, but I'm punished for it. Yeah, it, exactly. Now, now, look, sorry, but you, you're, if you want insurance, you'll have to pay more. In that, but you're not turned down. Some people are just automatically turned down by every company. You're no longer turned down. And, and, and you do it on a scale. I mean, because you want the company to stay in business, right? So you're going to have to do it on a sliding scale. I know it sounds like a lot of work, but once again. Do your fucking job. The government made it harder for new companies and made the law so strict that it helps the current big companies because there's less competitions. And that's why they need to simply. Do your fucking job. Uh, absolutely agree on all your points, Arnie. Thank you. Sorry I'm late to the party. My man is sick, so I slept in with him. Good morning, ass family. Right back at you, Cowboys girl. Why can't you purchase health insurance plan in one state and it be functional in another? It's legal robbery. It. I know. I know. I don't know why. I don't know why I swallowed the fly. I guess I'll die. You remember that one? I knew an old lady who lived all alone I can't remember how the song goes. She swallowed the fly. Then she swallowed the spider to swallow the fly. I don't know why. I guess she'll die. Then she swallowed a bird to swallow the spider to swallow the fly. It goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on. 
because <laughs> Texas doesn't have Kaiser. We actually have doctors that care. Look, it, it, that's the other profession. That that that's the other one there. Look, man, I. There are a lot of of C and, and C minus doctors out there. Graduated from 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 medical school with a C minus. Hey, it's up to the hospitals to hire the best they can. I mean, in late-term abortion law and the abort 28 days after birth law, they should have been better written with stronger consequences for those that choose to utilize this abortion uh, option due to its convenience and not having special needs. Fine, get the abortion, but as well, take the tattoo on the face that indicates you are a late-term baby killer because it wasn't perfect in your eyes. And two, go through a full sterilization as you're obviously not fit for parenthood. Uh, let's see. Uh, you ever made it harder for new companies? Go ahead, Steph. Uh, besides wanting less abortions, please tell me how you have it worse for real. Let's see. Uh, Stephen Kell, what's going on? Uh, I work with a couple at Kaiser that are good. If any of you with life insurance want to feel better, be comforted in the knowledge that Bahad Baby just bought a $6.1 million house in Florida. Well, uh, I can get rid of that story now. Thanks, Ogre. I didn't have it. I, did, I didn't want to do that one because I didn't want to play her shitty music. Uh, uh, sure, the face tattoo is a bit wordy. Maybe we can work on it a bit. But you get the drift. Well, you know what they do in some states still. I, I think Ohio still does this. If you get a if you get a DUI in Ohio, do you know that your license plate letters have to be a certain color? True story. I, I learned that one. I learned that one when I was in my DUI class twenty five years ago. Maybe they've changed laws. Did you know that in Poland, this was a true story. I don't know if it is still anymore. In Poland. If you're caught drinking and driving, your family goes to jail. <laughs> oh, let me just tell you right now, if it was if it was the family goes to jail, I'd be drinking right now and getting in the truck. I bet he's uh, asked right, but let's be honest. The first time his cellmate was like, come here, boy, it was a scare a bit. He clenched a bit, but dear Lord, he walks around holding that guy's pocket now. He's somebody bitching, loving every minute of it. Uh, let's see. No, it, that's not a Polish. No, I don't. No, Ogre, that's not a joke. That's for real. In Brazil, you got the death penalty. If you're caught drinking and driving in Brazil, they'll kill you. Sassy, Pammy is in the house. Good morning to you, Pam. Uh, let's see. I like those laws. Make accountability more accountable. Make the family of drunk drivers accountable. I agree. No, you can't. Can't do that. Nope. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. As as the son of an alcoholic who had, my dad got seven DUIs. Seven. 
I'm not proud of that. He was he he regretted every bit of that. But that's back before DUI laws were as tough as they should be now. Um my father, we we got rid of all the alcohol in the house. My dad would hide it. He would hide it in the toilet, in the toilet water, he'd take off the back of it, put it in there. He'd hide it in there. He'd hide it anywhere he could. And the time that we found everything is when my dad drank gasoline because he thought the methanol and the ethanol, they were all the same. He got them confused. The family can do everything that they can. They can throw them out. They can, they can do all this stuff. But it's up to the person. I hate the fact that, that, that the family in Poland, I mean, it, that is a pretty funny joke, but, you know, how many Bullocks does it take to get a DUI? The whole family. China had heard that bit about Brazil and nodded approvingly. Uh, wouldn't they, wouldn't they be blue to denigrate Michigan? Pretty much, I, I think they would. But they would change life. I I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with the public shaming. Not at all. I I I felt I felt so so much remorse and shame after my DUI. I was sick about it because I really could have killed. I, I I mean, I was selfish. I know that if I ever drink again. Having Braddy around, probably will. Uh, I will never get behind a wheel again because I already know I'm not that important. But that back then, I thought I was that important. I get the addiction, the drive to drink. I get him to keep from drinking, but could you not strip him of his rights, his license, his car, his keys, hobble him to some degree? If the threat of jail was out there for you and your family, would you have taken more actions to remove his ability to drive? I wonder that. We would have probably done that, and guess what? He probably would have drank and drove because there are plenty of people on the road right now who shouldn't be on the road because they've had their licenses revoked. It happens all the time. People think, honestly, I don't know when this started, maybe 20, maybe 30 years ago. People think that you have a right to drive in this country. You don't. It's a privilege. This is why you have to get a license to do it. And if you don't have a license, then you don't get to go out on the public roads with other people in public at all. But there are plenty of people that have had their license suspended five, ten times that are still driving. Do you actually think that you'll drink again? I don't know. Honestly, Douglas, that's the only answer I can give you. Because when it comes to my alcoholism or even my pill taking, I can only know that I am not going to drink today. So no, bratty kid, we're not drinking today because I'm not planning on drinking today. I have no idea what happens tomorrow. I'd like to think that I'll never drink again, but I will never, ever say that. I got through my dad's death without a drink. I can pretty much get through anything then. No, I, I honestly don't think much will ever compare to that as far as bad shit goes for me. I'll be honest with you, I was thinking about it last night. Watching the Rangers lose yet another fucking game. 
Jesus Christ, I stay up late to watch them. They fucking lose to Seattle. And there were like nine people in the stands. But when I went to bed, I started talking to my dad as I do each and every night, and I broke down. Because I miss him. Um, let's see. Uh, I have a cousin living in his car because he's got mental health issues that meth only made worse. He certainly shouldn't be on the road, but is. I think I live in a dream world uh, to some degree. I live where I assume people follow rules, laws, etc. I assume it is a small handful of people who are rule breakers. I guess I think the rest of the world lives like I do, happy, honest, and not out to break shit, uh, shit ton of laws, but I'm wrong. No, you're not wrong. You're not wrong because it's not a huge group of people. There are more people like you, Jen, than than you'll know. I I just want to live my life and have fun, and and I'm not going to break – I don't need to break the law to have fun. I I, I don't need to drink or take pills to have fun. It helps. I'm not going to lie. It helps. But I have found ways to have fun without using any kind of substances. A lot of these people don't don't know how they could live like that. There, there's a lot of people who, who who hear me say that and go, how? You have to find it. You have to be ready to find it. You have to be willing to find it. It's hard. Being in this world right now and being clean and sober is hard. So many temptations out there. If you start up again, do you think you'd spiral? Yeah, I'd die. I honestly think Arnie will not drink again. He's proven himself for 25 years respectfully. I think he can stay sober. That's, see, and, th- and that, that, that right there, I appreciate that, Brett, but this is, I've seen it in my 25 years of sobriety, these old timers. And now I'm considering, oh, by the way, Congratulations to me because now I'm an AA old-timer. How about that? I could be one of the youngest old-timers ever. But you see, there are a lot of people out there who go, you know what? I've been, I've been sober for 25 years. I've been fine for 25. You know what? I can have one or two. Okay. I've done a lot of research on this shit. Believe me. If I could drink, my life would be... My radio life, back when I was in radio, my radio life would have been so much easier. Not that it was hard. I mean, the ratings made my life very easy. Um, But it would have made it so much easier if I could just socially drink. I can't. And there's nothing I can do about it because it's wired in my brain. I'm a frontal lobe person, which I'm very creative. This is where I come up with jokes and songs and shit like that. And the other one is addiction. That's what sits right up there in that frontal core, in that lobe. And if one of those things isn't getting itched, you're going to scratch the other one. This show literally saves my life. I'm not making that up. I'm the one who has to produce this show. 
I can't rely on anyone else for this show. If I were to go out and get hammered, I wouldn't find stuff like... A guy takes a laxative and bends over. The partner gets behind him and grabs his dick between his legs and tries to get him off before the laxative kicks in. Chad and I tried the risky Squidward last night and he won. He frosted me like a cake. A chocolate cake. I wouldn't have... Uh... Um, that that kind of stuff wouldn't happen. This, this podcast would not be almost about to hit its five year mark. By the way, that's the risky Squidward right there. I got a geriatric uterus of last year. Yes, Brady Kid has bought me two of the three George Strait tequilas. Derek says I quit smoking sixteen years ago, and I remember when I was quitting, thinking I thought. I can have just one cigarette. No, not because I, it leads to another and another, and pretty soon you're doing it all over again. And that's what it would be. I would go out and go, oh, wow, look at that. I had two beers. That's awesome. Next night I go, you know what? I had two last night. didn't really affect me. I'll have four. That's the way the mind works. That's the way an alcoholic's mind works. tell you that right now. If you're sitting there going, this is why we're all different. And I know there are a lot of people out there that are probably yelling at their computers right now. It's not a disease. You can live with that. I I choose to think that it is, but hey, that's me. Because it's something that was in my brain when when my dad dumped his load into my mom. How about that? All of a sudden, little Arnie was created, and that little brain in there, little in there, said, yep, you're going to take this trait from your daddy. By the way, That trait that my daddy had, his daddy had, his mother had, his granddaddy had, and his great-granddaddy had. Uh, Maybe do Alicia, but I dare one motherfucker to say, hey, Alicia, you have a geriatric uterus. (laughs) Having, bitch. Dare him. That's not going to happen. Pew, pew. I'll say, hey, Alicia. You got a geriatric uterus. <laughs> oh, I totally understand about the itch. I've had the need to be creative for busy for decades. It's why I do music and keep writing and recording. It's like a curse sometimes just not to sit passively processing the outside. Exactly. And, and the funny thing is, is once I start scratching it, and this is the part that keeps me sober. Like I, I told you guys a couple weeks ago, I've started to kind of get the, the, the fiend to get back up on stage because that's my new addiction is the rush I get on stage. Nothing feels better than that. I'm just not willing because I'm lazy. I'm not willing to go out on the road and work. I don't want to live out of a suitcase. I like to do one to two shows a year, and that's about it. And I've started writing. And the funny thing is, when I start writing, I can't stop. I get going. (laughs) Alicia says, Arnie's lucky he lives in Texas. (laughs) Oh. Oh, a 
no, don't worry. I am not going to drink tequila. Even in my alcoholic days, I drank tequila twice in my life. And I got bitterly and grossly sick from it twice. There is one thing. There is one thing in this world that I hate more than anything, and that is vomiting. Especially now at the age of 50, because it hurts. Oh, I can't imagine. And, and I have to, if I have the dry heaves, oh, I'm pissed off. I, I, I want payoff for going through all that pain. <laughs> oh, you're lucky you live in New Mexico. <laughs> that is funny stuff right there. Uh, all right. By the way, uh, this, this, this story came in yesterday. How great is this? That the network Univision is now airing a segment in its news teaching immigrants how to swim across the Rio Grande. <laughs> Hopefully they have it in Spanish. How great would that be if they had this video that they show on Univision, but it's in English. How to swim it. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. All right. I think we've had enough fun. Oh, believe me. The next break, it's just going to keep getting better and better and better. Oh, we. Oh. There's a story about Jada Pinkett Smith that we're going to be doing in the next segment that is going to fucking rock your brain. 775-357-FANS is the phone number. Arnie Radio 1 at gmail.com. You can always write me here on Mixler. Now, I promised y'all, today is a Neil Diamond day, so get ready because it's all Neil all day. can't begin to knowing but then I know it's growing strong wasn't the spring and spring became the summer who'd have believed you'd come along Touching hands Reaching out Touching me Touching you Shoulders 
reach out your other hand. Reach it out to the man up there. Cause that's what he's there for. Take my hand in yours. Walk with me this day. In my heart I
757-FANS. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. We have a guest in studio. Ladies and gentlemen, my good friend Brian McNeil is here. How are you, my friend? Doing good, doing good. Yeah. Another day. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're out there saving the world one day at a time, my friend. It, yes. I, I couldn't be more proud to call you my friend when I see the things that you accomplish, the things that you do. Uh, you were just awarded what? Uh, we got the, or uh, I was uh, the recipient of the Citizenship of Merit Award in the city of Mesquite. And uh, it was myself and another uh, Marine buddy of mine. Basically, all we uh, we saw that they had to cancel their Santa Cops parade uh, and that was because the day prior, Officer Houston was killed in the right. line of duty. Mm-hmm. And so when that took place, uh, we team up with Fox 4 every year, and we just happened to be out there doing our thing. And Wait, 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 wait. Was Hannah Baton there? No. Oh, no. man. Uh, Damn it. It was not Hannah Baton. Although I did get to work the uh, when we had the tornado in Rockwall. Uh-huh. She was out there really? doing the reporting when we were walking the uh, destruction. Okay. But – um, we heard that they were had canceled their parade, so we were on air 
and with Brandon Todd, and I said, hey, every toy we raise today we're going to give to the Santa Cops program as well as any funding that we can help come nice. up with. And so it was the largest um, toy drop for them that we had ever given them because we've teamed up with them in the past, and I guess they were just pretty touched by it and mm-hmm. wanted to award that to myself and the other gunny. I, I do have so I got a couple questions for you. Okay. How many days a year do you think you work giving back? I, I mean, I, because you do have a full-time job. Yes. You have a family to support. You have beautiful family to support. I've seen pictures of your house. Never been invited over. But that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. I, I, I bathe regularly. Uh, how many days a year do you spend working to give back and help? Yeah, it it's about probably around 150 days, wow. and that's and that's not a stretch. It's probably even actually a little lower because we do. I think it's more. Yeah, I, mean, it, I, I think it's I I think it's because you give back to the community more than I've ever seen any of my friends ever do it. And I, I'm truly amazed, and inspired by it. I appreciate it. Yeah, we uh, you know we have the pageant that I was talking to you about earlier. Uh, oh, we'll talk about that too. That's we'll, coming up. Mm-hmm. Then we have the golf tournament coming up, which. Will be our 11th annual one, uh, and we're actually doing two this year. Nice. So that'll be good. We have an event on the 30th at the Bass Pro and Grapevine where we're going to help uh, raise money for amputee vets. So we'll be out there on that day, uh, and then of course May we trickle into all the stuff we do there, and it, it's it 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 is an extra full time job, like mm-hmm. you were saying. I mean, I, I do have a, a job that I have to do, um, then just getting elected to the city council spot. All right. Um, plus the three charities we run. It, it, it stays busy, but I have found, and I was just talking to the uh, president of our company this morning about it, when you always get to the top of that mountain and you continually reach up to help other people, then you never create a top of the mountain. You're always moving to uh, set that bar or actually raise that bar. And when you help others, I think it helps you inside as well. Mm-hmm. And is that why you do it? Because, I mean, I, I always want to know what, what pushes people to do things. I do this show to, to make people forget they have to go to work or they are going home. I try to make them laugh or at least think. Why do you do it? You know, that is a very good question. And, and honestly, I'll have to say this. I, I very rarely get asked that. And I, I still don't even know why. I think what happens is – I see the need for some help for people, mm-hmm. and I don't usually see – this is where it gets hard because a lot of the people that need help, they don't ask for the help, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it's understandable. Uh, some of them do, but a lot of them don't. And if we don't reach out and keep doing things, then they're going to get left behind. Uh, one of my buddies that helps me tremendously, Alan Weig, he always says, when are you going to hang it up? And every year, I always say, "This is my last year to do Toys for Tots." I'm mm-hmm. gonna, I'm gonna lean back a little bit into a different role, but then I, I remember, you know, taking um, three Marines and we took um, uh, some toys to a Motel Six in Garland. And when we opened the door, or when they opened the door, there was four kids in there, a single mom. And when I handed the kid the bear, the first thing she said to me, she goes, "I've always wanted one." Wow. Now. If that doesn't give you chills and doesn't mm-hmm. want to make you keep going, because how many other kids out there are going to go, I've always wanted one. Sure. And if I lay it down and I don't do that, I, I just wouldn't feel right. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Well, you, you're talking about this golf tournament coming up. 
Uh-huh. What is this? Uh, what What's the name of the golf tournament, and wh- what is it, it is it doing? So it, we team up with Hooters uh, every year. And That's it's, tough. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, Metroplex Military Charitable Trust is who puts it on, and it uh-huh. benefits the Semper Fi Fund. So all the money we raise is to go to help amputee vets or, you know, vets that are, you know, transitioning or just need help. Uh, even though wars are over, there's still a lot of, you know, post-war things that happen with, you know, the vets, and we want to make sure they're taken care of. Uh, and the commitment that we get from Hooters every year is amazing. Uh, the, the, I call him, I guess, the general sales manager for this area. Uh, Tony just, he is rock solid in making sure every year uh, that we're on top of things. Uh, as a matter of fact, I've, I've talked with you about Clint Bruce, mm-hmm. and that meeting hasn't happened yet. We've got three dates. We're waiting on him to come back with us on it. Mm-hmm. But that's another great partner that I team up with. And, you know, anyone who doesn't know him, founder of Carry the Load. Uh, of, I was his boss at Wet n Wild. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they, they, it's weird how this world works, isn't I, it? I'm gonna before we leave, I want to take a selfie and we're gonna we're gonna send it to Clint. Okay. And uh, but it, it, you know, it's just it's it's things like that uh, with that Hooters golf tournament that we make an impact, um, and that's that's a very important thing for me. Yeah, is, is helping vets. And then uh, this other event that you've asked me to MC. What 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 is this now? Hmm. Well, this is going to be tough for me. Now, it, it, I, I, it's going to be tough, and I have some experience. I'll tell you afterwards. Well, I, I, well, I guess we came to the right person. Yes. So um, every year there is a Hooters calendar, mm-hmm. and there's qualification levels that allow these girls to make it to you know Florida or Vegas or wherever the main or last stop is going to be. Mm-hmm. So what we have coming up on May – 10th, I believe, is the Hooters calendar pageant at Billy Bob's in Fort Worth. Wow. Yeah. Wow, at Billy Bob's. Yeah, and to give you a background, we used to do this pageant in a Hooters store. They would come in, they'd build a small stage, people would come in, but it was it was packed to a point of standing room mm-hmm. capacity. So now it's big enough where it's at Billy Bob's, but there's probably about 50 Hooters girls on average that are competing for, you know, five spots or whatnot to get to um, go to the final show. And so, sorry. It's okay. Um, but that is that is what that is. But the good thing about the pageant is not only are you around great people, beautiful women, but we're also there to raise money again for what we were just talking about, amputee vets, uh, and other things that we do in the community. Amazing. And awesome. so everything that we do when we team up with Hooters, and it's, it's and I know there's probably 100 people who have 100 different jokes, but the relationship that I have with Hooters has been one that is so professional, it blows you away how much they give to the community every mm-hmm. year. If, if I could add up what they have given us uh, as a charity organization in the last 10 years, it's going to equal over $500,000. Wow. Yeah, that I mean, is they awesome. are a, they are a giving company. Now see, I was a part of a calendar in Sacramento. I, I was a, <laughs> I was an MC and judge for the 98 Rock Bod Squad calendar. Also, I was a calendar girl. That is a t-shirt that is still available at tpublic.com where I posed and I had on I was actually wearing some oh, uh, wow. some zebra print <laughs> uh <laughs> speedos in there, but it doesn't look like it. Yes. So uh <laughs> When you asked me, I, that was a no-brainer. That was easy. A, it's helping you. Yeah. B, it's something that MC and something. And now I find out 
I get to be on stage at Billy Bob's. Yes. Let me just say, holy shit. Yeah, and it's a, and, awesome. it, and it is about a three-hour production, and okay. it's a big deal. It's mm-hmm. it, they bring in people. It is not like, hey, get up on stage. I mean, in I, if you want, you can ride out there with me because I get out there early to make okay. sure everything's in place. Sure. Uh, I'm also one of the judges. Um, I want to say that one of the other judges that might be a judge again is uh, Jared Gaines. I don't know if you know him from the Rockwall community. He's the one who uh, started the Nerf War at the AT&T Stadium oh, no for the kidding. largest Nerf War. It's in the Guinness Book of World wow. Records. And he's a great you know, Rockwall uh, individual. See, see, and when I get to announce you this joke, I, w- I want to use this joke, but I don't want to be too dirty on stage. I'm going to say Brian McNeil, who was once in the Guinness Book of World Records. His manhood was once in the Guinness Book of World Records. Keep going. I like it. Until the librarian told him to take it out. You see? You see, that's funny. That, I don't care who you are. That's that funny. I'm going home now. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, I, I'm more than happy. You just tell me where to be, what to do, what to wear, all that kind of good stuff. Anything I can do to help you, I feel like I'm helping as well. Oh, so. I greatly appreciate it. It's, it. It is a big deal. It is a big impact. And and having you emcee it, your personality, the way you speak, and the way you – I mean, in our friendship that mm-hmm. we've had, I mean, I know how much you support things. Uh, I mean, you just sponsored a hole for the golf tournament, mm-hmm. and we greatly appreciate that. And if, uh, by the way, if you need me at the golf tournament, like the MC, like the after, like mm-hmm. I don't know if there's food, all you got to do hey, is ask. I'll be there. That's May 20th, and that's on a Friday, so I, I know you have a show, though. Uh, in the morning, maybe, I, but, but I can always, hey, I can always I wonder I if you could do the show. I wonder if you could do the show remote in a I way. I probably could. I'd, I'd have to, I'd, I'd have be, to think about it. That but could, let that me, could uh, be kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, Heather. Who were on the group text with with Hooters is is a person who could help oversee that too. Yeah, all I she's need over is, the golf tournament. All I need is electricity and 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 good Wi-Fi. That's all I need. If I got electricity and a good Wi-Fi, I can do it. Oh, I'd be more than happy that to. Could be fun. I'd, I'd love to do that. I think Shit, the golf. I, I think the golf course would like it too. Oh yeah. Well, I don't know about that. Well, see, one time I was we. <laughs> okay, so we used to get to do. Uh, our radio station was the main sponsor of the Jill Morgan Celebrity Tournament, which has turned into the American Century Golf okay. Tournament. And one day we were out there, and we were doing our morning show right on the driving range. And we used to do listener mail. And I would count off the numbers of letters that we would have. And every time I got to four, I would yell, four, like on a golf course. Everybody on the driving range mm. ducked down, and I got yelled at. But it was still funny. Uh, now, that is funny. Yeah. Yeah. The librarian one still <laughs> sticking to me. <laughs> oh, man. No, I'm not going to wear a Hooters Girl outfit. No, I, I'm too old for that now. I, I'm 50. I got to draw a line at stupidity a it little bit. Could be a good auction item to raise money, maybe, though. Maybe, maybe. See Arnie in a Hooters outfit. Who knows? Who knows? You know, I, I do look pretty good in short shorts. I won't have the knee brace on that day, I yeah, promise. yeah. Maybe I'll just do the Hooters girl outfit with a pair of boots on, shorts and boots, because that seems to be the new fashion trend <laughs> and sickening as hell. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Anything else you'd like to talk about? Well, uh, as you know, I just got the city council spot, so that's going to be starting next month as well. Uh, we got a full plate. Uh, life is going good. The wife bought that Corvette, so mm-hmm. that's been new Any tickets the- yet? Well, you know, she's in law <laughs> enforcement, so she might be able to get oh, okay. out of Okay, all right. Well, uh, there you go. But That's good I will say, and I don't know if I get her in trouble, but I do know that she did hit 115 or something like that. She mm. told me. 
That's nothing. I had a Honda. I had a say uh, uh, a Genesis. Yeah. I got it up to a hundred and forty-eight at four o'clock in the morning. But I was stupid. And Man. Probably on drugs. Yeah. I. She said she did it because a truck was riding up on her on twenty, and he wouldn't back off of mm-hmm. her. So she said, "Okay." And, All right. See ya. And that's pretty much. Mm-mm-mm. Plus, I don't know. Fortunately, I'm married to my wife, but I don't know if I'd want to piss her off. I mean, she's a firecracker, and, yeah. and, and she carries. And, and let me <laughs> t- and I, can she run a few less marathons to make us feel bad? Well, Good Lord. She's got one coming up Saturday. My God. Stop it. Yeah, she's got Jeez. one coming up Saturday, and she's actually. Saturday? Sleep in. Yeah, and she's torn up about it because I sadly am going to Houston for the funeral of my friend's daughter, so she won't be able to attend. Cause she's already mm-hmm. in this marathon, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's 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 been a been a crazy 2022 so no. far. So I, and I know, right? And I'm looking to forward to flying again. Finally, though, yeah, so you don't have to wear a mask. Uh, Braddy yeah. Kid, Nicole wants to know if you need an assistant. She's asking for a friend, quote unquote. She, <laughs> uh, uh, an assistant mm-hmm. as in work. Or? Yeah, it didn't work. I'll let you talk to her about that because you're, you're too busy for me. Man, yeah. We'll I'll tell you what, as soon as the show's over, man, my chair just calls me and I sit there and watch TV. That's what I do. But I'm I, I'm not a motivated Marine like you. Well. You're a motivated Marine. Nothing can stop a motivated Marine. That, that is a true story. Uh, let's see. Let's see some real world stuff since I got you here. And I don't get to yeah. get you here that often. Uh they did a fact check. What do you, what do you think about our current leader right now? <laughs> did you see the handshake oh thing? Yes. You know they're Where saying, he turned around and nobody was there. And then he turned backwards to the crowd. But he was talking to the side crowd. They did a fact check. Somebody put a picture up on Facebook. They have fact checked it now. <laughs> I've never seen someone so protected. It, the problem is... It's just it's such an embarrassment, and for people to continue to make excuses, that's what blows me away. At what what does it what's it going to take for his failure? And I I mean not even just in his policies, but just his failures in being able to be uh, have any cognitive skills or cognitive you know conversations with people. When will people stop making making excuses and say you know what this is this guy is this is too much for him because. I mean, if standing at a podium and not knowing who where where people are at doesn't show you that it's too much for them, it's 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 an embarrassment on the main stage. It's an embarrassment on our stage as Americans, and it's just it's just time for it to stop. And I mean, I talk to you know Pat Fallon uh, quite often, who is our congressman in our district. Um, I talk with you know Senator Bob Hall and Justin Holland and a lot of these people, and it's just when you look at you know, politicians who are on top of their game and who are making things happen, mm-hmm. and, and they're moving fast because in politics, you have to be able to move fast and you have to be able to make decisions that are going to be the right ones. Mm-hmm. He's not doing that, and no. he can't do it. No. Do you, <clears throat> let me ask you this question. I swallowed. Do you think he's running the country? No, 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 not at all. I mean, it showed when Obama... Uh, and Kamala basically ignored him. And I'll say this, as much as I cannot stand Joe Biden, I, it it just shows you the amount of disrespect of human beings that Obama and Kamala are 
that they just ignored Joe Biden there. Now, whether you like Joe Biden or not, he's still the president. Exactly. And you are not the the president anymore, (laughs) and you are the vice president. Mm -hmm. And when you don't respect, like you just said, the office, man, it's just that right there shows you that Obama didn't care about America either. And I would challenge anybody in that conversation Mm -hmm. uh, because of just the the policies he even put in place. So you're on – look, I I saw a a political sign-up, and I'm going to show you the name. If you know the person, I'm not going to go off. If you don't know the person, I just have to say something. This person right here. Uh, I don't know him. Okay. I know who he is, but I don't. Okay. You cannot run for public office in the state of Texas with the name Lee Harvey. Yes. You can't. <laughs> no, that's. You cannot. Yeah. I mean, seriously. <laughs> I'm driving the other day down by CBS. I see this big sign that says Lee Harvey for office. I'm like, he's not going to win here. Yeah. Yeah. Not not in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. He might win in Houston or Austin or somewhere, but not here. Yeah. Good Lord, that's still isn't a there, state. Isn't there a JFK Boulevard or something like that? Uh, yeah. I Don't mean, put a sign there, right? Oh, God, no. Oh, yeah. that'd be fantastic. I might have to do that this weekend. Hey, I come <laughs> I come giving you uh, <coughs> what is ideas. It? ideas for your show, right? Exactly, yeah. Lee Harvey. Terrible yeah. name for politics. Yeah, I know who he is. Um and it's a school board, right, that he's running for? I'm not sure. I what. I, I just saw the name, and I was like, you've got to be I kidding me. I think he's running for school board. I'd have to look it up. Uh, what do you think about what's going on in uh, the Ukraine right now? Ooh, that, you know, so. Well, I'm firing darts today, actually. No, you're getting, so when it all first started happening, I was like, okay, we need to do something. We need to be involved. Not with boots on the ground, mm-hmm. but we as all right, let me. I'll back it up all the way. Let's just play World War II theatrics for a moment here. Okay. So America stays out of that for as long as we could until we finally were hit. Right. We were invited. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, could that happen? It's a high possibility mm-hmm. that it could happen. Now, my my worries are is how strong is the NATO pact? Because, you know, we're we're not really we're helping. But we're not really helping. I had an opportunity, uh, and I think you probably saw on my Facebook, to meet with somebody from Ukraine mm-hmm. uh, who is now in the United States, served in the Army uh, in Iraq, became an American citizen, and is married to a Russian. And they live in, I want to say it's Pennsylvania. Um, he speaks with his, fr- his friends and family in Ukraine and then her family and friends in Russia. So what he said was that his wife talks to her mom and she says that, you know, what we're hearing here is is all, you know, what they're wanting you to hear. Mm -hmm. You know, only 10 percent of probably the Russian uh, population is really getting the truth. Everything else they're getting is true. Smoke and mirrors or propaganda, propaganda, if you will. So. You, do you fault the Russians at all? I'll also say, and I heard this the other day, and I can't remember if I heard it on Fox 4 or where I heard it uh, on Fox News, but a lot of people were saying that maybe Putin really isn't overall in charge. Now, he may have been the one who started the invasion and got that ball rolling, but he may not be at a point where he's really as much as in charge as people are thinking. So all the way back to your original part of it, and the reason I brought all that in is because no, we shouldn't be boots on the ground there, but I wouldn't be surprised if we aren't there at some point if this keeps going. Right. Now, 
if Russia is pulled out and they are coming into the southern part of Ukraine now, I believe, I think if he hits a certain point and he's able to take control of that, it might be enough that he says, this is good, this is the new border, mm-hmm. and, and pull out, and maybe that ends it. But, I mean, we could have we could have done so many other things to get them help. I mean, I, I was talking to a retired chief one officer friend of mine the other day. I mean, if we'd have been able to get them better, you know, equipped with, you know, the correct missiles to fight anti-air attacks, uh, aircraft, and stuff like that, this may not have gone so far. Let me be devil's advocate. Okay. It seems like in the past, I don't know, 50 or every war since World War II or every conflict since World War II, when we go to help somebody, inevitably, those people that we help then turn their back on us and attack us, i.e. Afghanistan, i.e. General Patton knew that the Russians were going to be bad after World War II, and he wanted to go in there and finish them off, but nope, can't do that. Korea the same way, Mm -hmm. the war that my father fought in and that the Chinese were in, and we didn't want it. They they kept shoveling in troops, more troops, and America was getting worn down, and we had to pull out of that. So it seems like everybody that we try to help then says, well, fuck you. Well, and it, uses our stuff against us. And it's because they still don't transition to, you know, at the end of the day, there is only one America. Mm-hmm. There's only one free, true free country, right? So if they're never going to transition to us, they'll, no matter how much we help them, no matter how much we come to their aid, in my mind, at the end of the day, they're still an enemy of the state, if you will, mm-hmm. just because they're not going to conform to us. Um or to our ways, I guess, if you will. I, look, I, I when I when I saw all this happening, I was like, well, we aren't going to go in there because it, as soon as we send a lot of our young men and women over there, we know that China is just going to go. Okay, time to get Taiwan, yeah. and then we're going to be spread so thin that no matter what, you know, we're screwed. It's funny you say spread thin. If you look back, if you really follow a lot of the history, and I could be wrong on this. Again, this is my opinion only. Um, I still think the reason Hitler lost World War II is because he started fighting more than a one-front war. And it's uh-huh. like you said, when you start getting so spread thin from a military aspect of things, you, your supply lines can get cut. And, it, you know, and it's, it's actually shown here with Russia. I mean, uh-huh. he, you're, oh, yeah. he's, he's moving his men so sporadic. You can't, you can't keep a true supply line. You can't keep a true, you know, front line because the front line that's here today Instead of advancing it, oh, we're just going to relocate it all together. Right. Well, that's 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 just not good combat, you know, um, attacking, if you will, I guess in his case. Mm-hmm. But uh, Ogre says, and I dare say we didn't try to help North Korea. South Korea and Japan have not said fuck you. Well, Japan, we didn't help. We just blew the fuck out of there. Yeah. And then they got rid of their military altogether. I, they, do they still have not have a military in Japan, you know? Uh, I, man, it's been so long. I think they have kind of like a – maybe like a small paramilitary type mm-hmm. deal. You know, I know we still have, you know, our base over there sure. in Okinawa and Iwakuni. Um, but, yeah, I would say it's probably pretty they have a small. defense force. Yeah. That's what it's, okay. I knew it was something like a paramilitary or something. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to look over the stuff that we talk about. Oh, the Texas governor. Any chance of him running for president in 2024? Gosh, you know, I haven't heard. I, and I, I know a buddy of mine supposed to talk to him uh, in the lieutenant governor today. Uh, I haven't heard if he was running. For I did a story president. yesterday that said he ha- he hasn't ruled it out yet. 
Man, can you imagine a ticket with him and, I don't know, Ron DeSantis maybe? You know, I, I, I'll say this. Ron DeSantis will, will run probably in 24. Mm-hmm. I, that I, I really feel strongly about. Um, I'm still wondering what Trump's going to do. Um, I, that, he that. hasn't said no and he hasn't said yes. And I think, honestly, I think if he just did his four and he is such the powerhouse of the Republican Party right now, I mean, like, everyone wants his endorsement mm-hmm. except for, I guess, you know, what they call the rhinos or the weak base. Um, they're afraid of his endorsement. But, ah, man, I mean, go back and look at his policies. Go back and look at the things he was doing. I mean, it seemed like everything was going okay, minus some mean tweets, right? Yeah, I mean, and now he's banned from Twitter, so we ain't even going to get the mean tweets. Unless Elon Musk gets it, I think he'd be back. How crazy is this, this Elon Musk thing? Elon Musk was a love man. I was the only person talking bad about Elon Musk, saying he's a Bond villain, because he wants to put chips in some brains, right? And then all of a sudden he comes out, and and everybody loves Elon Musk, right? (coughs) And then he says, I want to buy Twitter. And now Elon Musk is a marked man. Yeah. Because he wants to bring free speech back. How messed up is that? Yeah, well, he just added $10 billion more billion to that uh, offer. So it's up to $64 billion now? Uh, where was he at? I thought it was $43 billion oh, is what he right. offered. Yeah, so it's $53 billion, uh, I guess, Morgan Stanley's who he's working with. Wow. And so they, uh, it, I think it was just announced this morning, if not late yesterday, that it's gonna be, he's adding $10 billion more. Wow. So – you're, he's basically sticking it to him in a way because shareholders are looking at this going, uh, don't take my money away because <laughs> yeah. I can, this is a payday for me. Yeah, And uh, that, and that's who the Jack Dorsey, Dorsey and all these people have to answer to are the shareholders, yeah. and they're doing poison pills that aren't going to work. It's going to lower the stock, which means Elon Musk is going to be buying which will cra- cheaper. Which will, com- will crash that company. Yeah. It, it, will, it will destroy Twitter. And, and, and you I'm know, okay with that. And, and, and for them to go to, I can't remember which banks they were going to. Was it like Chase Bank or... Bank or whoever they were going to, they I know they were going to look for people to give them advice and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like at the end of the day, the almighty dollar is gonna win, right? Yep. So if I'm a shareholder and you're telling me that you're gonna cost me this amount of nice retirement package, mm-hmm. man, I'm mad. Oh, hell yeah. And and so what can happen is if if they do that poison pill, a lot of people who aren't like the stakeholders in the deal, mm-hmm. if they start selling their stock quick. What is that that's going to start driving the stock down anyway? And then you yeah. put the poison pill on top of it, like you just said. It either crashes the company or Elon Musk gets it for cheaper. Well, and if they put the – if it, this is the thing that I'd be worried about if I was a shareholder. Let's say they do the poison pill, and it works, mm-hmm. and it pisses Elon Musk off. Elon Musk owns 12% of that company. I think he's up to 12% of the company now. He's going to short his stock, too. So the poison pill and Elon Musk selling his stock off for pennies on the dollar is going to make all their stocks go down if you yeah. piss them off because what does he make? And he already said that he didn't do this for a financial gain. No. So this is all, you know, this is a true definition of a libertarian. This man really believes in, you know, free speech. Mm-hmm. And, and, and and look at what, I mean, he came from what, South Africa. Yeah. They're, I think their country or constitution is kind of a little bit based on ours mm-hmm. or pretty similar. But it's a man who wants to protect free speech and just 
the way of life that Americans should know and, yeah. and, and want to keep desiring to have. And can you believe in this day and age they would treat an African-American like that? <laughs> he you is. Know, the, the, the Democrat liberal side is so I, – I don't even know how they believe the things they say because they change their tune to fit the narrative they need it to fit in that moment. Uh, and that's just that that's never going to be consistent. I mean, it's no different than Fauci and the masks yeah. and, you know, COVID. I mean, more strains coming out. Yeah, it's, we're, we're, we keep moving stuff just to fit a narrative for that moment. I mean, why are kids in New York still wearing masks at school? It's a ridiculous it, stuff. It, it, it is no consistency. Dumb. It is. What do you think about the busing to uh, to Washington, D.C.? Love eight, that. Eight more buses are they on their way now. And they're actually getting fuller. Yeah. So a lot of people were like, oh, you know, you can't do this. Well, he's not forcing people to do it. He's at, He's giving you, hey, here's another place to go. Yep. Bye. We don't want you and here. And I'm telling you, few few more buses hit, it's going to happen. Yeah, he sent uh, eight more. Uh, that was the story I had this morning that he has shipped eight more buses to Washington. That's, I think it's great. That's amazing. I, I mean, I, I think it's awesome. I, and, and honestly, like you were talking about the liberals and stuff right here, this is where I have to kind of come to the liberals' defense. I don't blame liberals. They're being taken over by, in my opinion, the progressives. This is exactly what happened in the 1964 election when LBJ was trying to run, and he invited black speakers down onto the, the, the floor of the Democratic National Party, and it pissed off all the Dixiecrats. But he did that so he could get the liberals in the north. Hmm. And he got the liberals, and it ended the Dixiecrats. And right now, liberals are fighting off progressives in that same way, it seems like. Because these progressives that have come over, Ihan Omar, that idiot, who came out and, and, and yesterday tried to say, oh, what would it be like if a, a group of us did a, a song and a prayer on a plane? It was a chartered plane from one of those gigantic churches. That's why they were singing on Easter. Yeah. It's a whole different narrative. Yeah, they, they they change it to fit what they need it to fit. Yeah, and I, I just sit here and I, I just I just shake my head. I, I I don't even know what to think anymore. Like I'm so lost when it comes to stuff. Like I, I don't need to be told that stealing is bad, even though sometimes they still do. <laughs> but we have these crowds of people that are going around breaking you know, going to open stores and robbing these stores. And nobody can do anything about it. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, is this really America? Yeah. But, you know, people getting in front. I don't agree with anything that happened on January 6th, the, the, the breaking into the cap. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I don't. I think those people were breaking the law. But to, to single them out and not the rioters that were happening all, those summer, all that summer long, it just makes me sit there and go, wait a second. Mm-hmm. I have three rules on this show. Consistency, logic, and fuck your feelings. Yeah, and, and, and it's none a, of that works. One hundred percent accurate on the January sixth, as well as the other riots. So, the difference is now is they're using the umbrella of George Floyd. Okay, so tra- tra- tragic death, but who put themselves in that position? Now, you, wait, it, hold on. You, you know what? You get correct the mundo. You know the officers may have made bad judgment calls, but had George Floyd not put himself in that position, 
the name wouldn't even be known today, right? Oh, I got a Johnny Cochran line and, and, for you. And it's and it's nothing personal. It doesn't make someone a racist. It doesn't make somebody you know a hater or anything. It just means they, they they're facts. Had he not have tried to pass off a counterfeit bill, and had he not resisted in the very beginning, none of this would have happened. So what's in my mind is what's happened is a lot of people see that example now, and they want to be martyrs too. And that's a very dangerous thing for law enforcement because you're now you're you're saying you're okay with dying because you want to be a martyr. You'd rather go to the other side of the the world in in death mm-hmm. than than go face the consequences of the accountability of your own actions. It just it blows me away. And where I was going with this is the reason that umbrella is different is because those rioters were doing it in protest of the police brutality or treatment or death of George Floyd. So their umbrella was given a whole different due process. Mm-hmm. Fast forward, still a rioting, still was wrong, no different than the summer riots of 2020. But since it was on the Capitol and it was Donald Trump related and all these other little things, and what we just found out, they had 20 FBI agents embedded into the riots. So, you know, what were they doing? Were they right. encouraging? Were they wanting people to do things? Or were they actually monitoring to protect life? I mean, I don't know. Last time I checked, law enforcement was protect, not encourage crime. So, Well, that's the FBI, though. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about the FBI, the same group that interviewed Don Jr. for six hours, but haven't talked to Hunter Biden about yeah. this computer. So the FBI, at this point, probably should be dissolved. I agree. And I'm not a, you know, I'm a pro-police person. Oh, Anyone I know me. you are. But... The FBI is is not is in my mind is not so much a uh, police unit anymore. I think they're more of a political tool for whoever is in office, and well, and no, not, not even for whoever who's in office. No. Because look at what happened when Trump was in office; well, he couldn't use bidder. them. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we had to hear about this. Is the thing that makes me so upset about everything is that we heard for four years about Russian collusion. Mm-hmm. The CIA released documents this week that said. The FBI and the CIA knowingly knew that that couldn't be physically possible, that there was Russian collusion in it. Yet the election of 2020, if you throw any question at it, you can be reported to Homeland Security. Hmm. Now, I'm sorry, but what about free speech again? I can't say that I think that the election was a farce and we actually have proof in places it just it boggles my mind, and you're so right about these umbrellas and these narratives that are set. If it doesn't fit a certain narrative, nobody cares. Yeah, and then you know? and then their biggest thing is they throw so many different labels on you that most Americans are f- fearful of that label. Yep, they're like, well, what if they call me a racist? Yep. Well, let me ask you the next question: Are you? Mm-hmm. So if you're not, who cares what they call you? Yep. I mean, wasn't there like a wasn't there a, a, a on, I can't brother. remember the show there was, and the guy said, "Well, he called my mom a whore," and then he goes, "Roadhouse is she right? Roadhouse, Roadhouse." So you know, see, well, Roadhouse is is America. Yeah. So is she? No, she's not. Okay, then who cares what yeah. they call her at the end of the day? I, I preach this to my daughter all the time when she's like, "Well, they're doing this and doing that." At the end of the day, is it going to really affect you? You have the opportunity as an American to p- pave your own path. Now, you can either do it on the crybaby tears of mm-hmm. woe is me, or you can just get after it. And that's my philosophy in our home. I, get after it. Hustle. I mean, ne- 
why stop? Keep going. Yeah, I, I mean, the, the one I, – I came to that conclusion a long time ago that people were going to call me a racist. They were going to do all this stuff, mainly because I'm from the South when I lived in California and Nevada. And, I, you know, fine. Uh, you want to call me that? That's fine. There's nothing I can do. Mm-hmm. I'm not a racist. I don't attend Klan meetings. I'm not a skinhead. I just shave my head because I'm going bald. Same. Uh, so now what? Now what do you got? Yeah. See, this is, this is what I learned at an early age. My dad, I, I came home from school one day, and somebody had called me fat, eight years old, crying to my hero. Dad, they called me fat. My dad looks at me and goes, you are fat. He goes, as long as you can use that on your own and know it, nobody can ever hurt you with that. To this day, I still call myself fat. Why? If you come after me and call me fat boy, I am going to literally verbally eviscerate you mm-hmm. Worse than anything that's ever happened yeah. to you because it pisses me off that that's your go-to is I'm fat? Yeah. Really? Well, it's just like uh, another one of my favorite movies, 8 Mile. At the mm-hmm. end, Eminem, he destroys Pac because he tells him everything that he was already – he was ready to throw all these stuff at Eminem. Eminem throws it all down on him, drops the mic, tell him something they don't already know. Yeah. I mean, so there you go. I mean, that's what I always tell people if – if it ain't true, then don't let it bother you anyway. And I always try to beat people to the punch. Mm, uh, I know you probably got to get going. I don't want to keep you too long, no, but I good. want you to, to uh, promote your uh, your stuff. Once again, the, the golf tournament is when? So the golf tournament, I, gosh, made me forget here. Uh, May 20th is the golf tournament. Uh, okay. May 10th is our pageant. Okay. Um, How do people get tickets to the pageant? How can they? How can they go to? The can pageant? I find that out? Yes, and then I can send Absolutely. it to you, and you can maybe Absolutely. and yeah, you I'll can put it on my website. I'll put promoting it on and pushing media. it. Uh, I know that you can buy tickets because, and the ticket sales do go to benefit uh, the charity. So you and they have a pretty good barbecue. Now you have to pay for your barbecue when you're there, but they have a little mm-hmm. barbecue pit inside. That's yeah. pretty good. I ate there last year. Oh uh, yeah, food expe- and billy yeah, box is solid. Especially if you like fried okra, which. No. Got I it. do. That's disgusting. Well, it's a vegetable. It's like you, you probably like cauliflower too, don't you? No. Brussels sprouts. Yes. Out. Got to go. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, but but what about how can people sign up for the golf tournament? The golf tournament is the website has not been pushed yet, mm-hmm. but they can go to any Hooters. Okay. Uh, in North Texas, and sign up for it. And I want to say it's going to be it's eight hundred for a team. I know that sounds pricey, but you get a lot with it. That, that's, but that's it still normal. goes. It's two hundred. It's two hundred a person, basically. Right. Uh, we also have whole sponsors. If you're a company and you want to sponsor a whole, the whole sponsor is only one hundred fifty dollars. Right. That's where we really need a lot of help. Is people just wanting to whole sponsor? And if they want to do that, if they want to contact you, mm-hmm. and you forward it to me, I will. I will. I will get them in touch with the right person. But okay. honestly, if they contact the Hooters in Garland. Okay. And ask for Freddie Vasquez. Okay. That is the person who oversees all the um, whole sponsorships okay. and the overall tournament. If you have any, it, can I get the 17th hole? Because 17 is my number. I'd like the 17th hole if you can. 
we'll, if you can. We'll, we'll do it. We'll, if you can. I will make sure that yours is on the 17th hole. Okay. Anything else you'd like to talk about today, sir? I'm, I'm not trying to run you. I just know how no, busy you are. No, I, I appreciate I, you. I honestly, I, I couldn't remember when your show ends because I have mm-hmm. to hear it sporadic sometimes. Mm-hmm. And what time does it end today? Uh, usually ends about noon, 12, 15-ish. 12, 15-ish. I mean, if you want to stay on, you're more than uh, welcome to stay on. So I mean, I got so stuff about another to talk hour. about. Uh, well, I was going to see if you wanted to go grab babes uh, afterwards, unless you're busy. If not, we can schedule it for next week. Let's do it next week because I, okay. got, I got stuff going on today, but I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, I love hanging out with you just outside. Uh, since you're going to stay for a couple minutes, let me ask you this. Uh, your opinions on the slap heard around the world because I have an update on the Will Smith slap of Chris Ooh. Rock. <laughs> I was watching it when it happened. Okay, I, I was not. I know and- I messaged you. Yeah, I, I'm watching it, and I was like, what the shit just happened? And and so much in my head was, okay, in your opinion, because I haven't seen you sit, was it real? <sighs> Seeing that, and you've asked me that a couple times, and my answer is still the same. I, I don't know yet. Mm-hmm. I, I want to say it was, but then sometimes when you see the slow motion and just see, like, him already, you know, Chris Rock, prepping for it and right. making you know the face getting ready for it it's just it's so much and then you fast or rewind it even further back you know at first he's laughing you can't really tell that jada pinkett was upset really about it you, you can see her kind of just roll her eyes like yeah i look i've been i've done plenty of comedy shows and i've seen people roll their eyes at things that i've said you rolled your eyes at the librarian thing today yeah. and that it I don't take that as horrible. Right. And, and and you remember, I messaged you that night a few times on it, and I was actually like, you know, I would have done the same thing, you know, to, mm-hmm. you know, the hell with that. Oh, yeah, you and I were going back and forth. But the that. next day, after I listened and I rewatched everything, and what did I, t- I texted you and said, you know what? I was wrong. Yeah. I, I, I removed my stance from mm-hmm. that. You know, and that's that's another great thing. I wish people would admit when they're wrong or change your mind. I mean, what's... To me, that's growth anyway, isn't well, it? Well, this is what we used Learn to do. Learn from mistakes? We used to do that in this country. Yeah. See, that, that reaffirmed how great I think you are, is that you and I did disagree on it because you said you would stand up for your wife and, 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 and that. And I, I, there's nothing wrong with standing up for your wife. But when it's a comedian, are you going to go up on stage at a comedy yeah. club and do the same and thing? And that's why exactly the next day I said, you know what? I, I was wrong in the stance. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, defend my wife. But if I'm at a comedy show or I'm at an environment where they have a comic doing some lines, mm-hmm. kind of got to roll with it. Unless you've already, unless the comedian's already been kind of like, hey, don't say this, don't say yeah. that, then that's a different beast. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it was a joke. And it really was not a distasteful joke in the end. It, I didn't think so. It, it, the thing is with me is that this is why I still is my showbiz side. I've worked in this industry for 30 years. I have said plenty of things that have been delayed on the air. Uh, only four things. I've only been delayed four times in my radio career, and I'm very proud of that. Um, but there is a delay in place. Why didn't they delete a delay out the slap, yet they delayed out, keep your wife's name out of my fucking mouth, or out of your fucking mouth? Yeah. That was delayed. And I'm sitting there going, it was delayed enough to where they could bleep it. And I'm sitting there going, wait a second. They have a delay, and somebody gets up and bum rushes the stage. It, it, 
Yeah. To to me, the reason why I bring this up is because yesterday, uh, Jada Pickett Smith announced her lineup for this upcoming season of Red Table Talks, her show that's yeah, yeah. online. Not one episode addresses the Chris Rock thing. And they, they've just started filming it. Hmm. Why aren't they addressing it? I mean, it, it's the elephant that's in the room. Why are they not talking about it? Why are they not talking about what was going through Will's mind at the time? You know, Chris Rock has come out and said, look, I ain't going to talk about it until I get paid. I understand that. Man has a comedy show that he's written, put together, doesn't want to screw it up by adding stuff. I, I, I just shake my head with it all. And just to me, it, it, these elites treat us like we're such serfs, if you will. Mm. You know, they, they, I don't want to say scum because we're above that, but they really do treat us like we're dumb. Yeah. And, and that's the elites in Hollywood, the elite athletes that are out there, the, the elite politicians that are out there. We're a little smarter than, than they want to give in to, and we can figure some stuff out. Oh, yeah. And it, it's just maddening because I like a lot of these people, and that, that's the part that sucks. Yeah, I but, mean, it, it, made, it made Chris Rock relevant again. God, yes, uh, it did. It kind of, I mean, and I know a lot of people said, you know, Will Smith was a powerhouse, but I don't know. Maybe COVID took me out of the Hollywood circle a little mm-hmm. bit there because I, I wasn't following some of the stuff anymore. But, God, I mean, it, I look back and I'm like, I haven't really followed much anyway in a long time. I mean, even the people that I thought were would stand up and say something, mm-hmm. they just don't anymore. Uh, no. And it's like, it, it goes back to earlier. They're just feared of being labeled. They don't want to be canceled. It's, I mean, there's a few that s- step up and, and aren't, aren't afraid, but it's like, why aren't more? Okay, so here's the topic now that I'm going to get you with. The trans swimmer. Hmm. Do you think that that trans swimmer should have been awarded the national title? No. Because? Yeah, you're a male. I mean, he still has the, 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 the twig and berries. Yeah. And even if he loses the twig and berries, guess what? You're still a male by science. So when yeah. people say, follow science, okay, there's real science. I mean, at the end of the day, you either have XY or XX. This is the, this is the, the battle that's going on right now that I'm watching, and I just went to Fox News, and there's a story. Uh, elite trans golfer gives unexpected stance on flaming female sports. They actually went to Caitlyn Jenner, who's opposed to this swimmer. Uh, and they said, I, he, Caitlyn Jenner was on a podcast. I said, what tees do you play from? Caitlyn Jenner says, I play from the ladies' tees. Now, do you know how fucking wrong that is? Bruce Jenner was about a four handicap from the back tees. And now you're going to move him up about 150 yards at least on mm. some holes? Come on. The, 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 we, we have to be able to say... Just stop. Yeah. Just, just look. I'm not saying they can't play sports, but you gotta play with your own. Yeah. You if play you ain't good enough with playing with your own, too yeah. bad. So sad. You got cut. Yeah. Or you, you know, we either used to that, live in that or world. either that or what's gonna happen is they're gonna end up making a transgender league of some sort. But even then, it's still not gonna be a fair playing field because what happens when you have the female that wants to be, you know. Oh, no, 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 no,
it, 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 the reason why I say that is because a lot of these laws now that have been put in place by liberal governors only address males to females. Hmm. They don't ever address the female to male, mainly because we know that that female to male probably isn't going to make the team. Sorry. True. It's just the truth. And hmm. nobody ca- nobody talks about that. Yeah. Nobody talks about that. It, it, it makes me scratch my head. And, and to say I'm anti, I'm not anti trade If you want to live your life that way, you more power to you. Yeah. Knock Enjoy. it out. Enjoy. But you, you have an unfair advantage. We were raised, we were a little boy. You and I knew each other when we were in junior high. Boys do really dumb, dangerous shit. Mm-hmm. And we live to tell about it. Why? Because we're built different. Yep. We're built to withstand that. We would play bloody knuckles. Remember bloody knuckles oh, yeah. in the bathroom? Oh, yeah. I one time hit the damn light switch. Busted the damn knuckle all clean open. Girls don't play bloody knuckles. No. You know? You know, and my wife, as tough as she is, she'll still tell you, you're a man. Mm-hmm. You, at the end of the day, would win in a fight mm-hmm. against a woman. So what happens when the, what's her, Leah Thomas? Yeah, Leah what, Thomas. So what happens when she um, gets in a fight with a female? Are you going to say, oh, well, female, female? Or is her strength, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because she is way, or he is way stronger than her mm-hmm. at the end of the day. So if he beats this other woman to a pulp, then what? Yeah. Are, are we going to say, oh, it's a man now? Yeah, I mean, well, and okay, I, I've already <coughs> said it. I've already said it enough times. All right, you want it that way? Then, all right, you find me the best. You, you get Ronda Rousey. Get her out of the WWE because she sucks as a wrestler anyway. Take her out of the WWE. She weighs, what, 120 pounds, 130 pounds? Have her fight a 130-pound man in the octagon. Watch what happens. Nobody will like what happens. Nobody will like what happens. There will be laws put into place then because she will get beaten to a pulp by a man. I'm not saying we're we're built different. It's just just different. Uh, Let's see. uh, Any topics you want to talk about? I mean, I still got like tons of stuff here. (laughs) I mean, like like lots. Like, um, are you a baseball fan at all? I watch. Okay, they, they're doing something now in the minor leagues that I'm opposed to. They want to speed up the game. Okay. So now they have pitchers on a pitch clock. Here's my problem. Watching the Rangers game the other night, unfortunately, because they suck this year. I watched the ball thrown, and it crossed the guy right at the belt buckle, right down the cock, right down the middle. Ball. It's too high. The strike zone is from your armpits to your knees. That's within that area, and it was right down the yeah. middle. You want to speed up the game of baseball? Call more strikes. That's all you got to do is call the strike zone. I, I, I mean, and then they had this new ghost or zombie runner at second base in extra innings to speed the game along. The game has already taken three and a half hours to get to extra innings. Why do I care about speeding up yeah. now? I mean, I've already invested three and a half hours. What's another couple hours? Yeah. It's ridiculous. Let me ask. This is the question I want to ask. What's happened to our world? I wake up every morning and something new makes me go, where do I live? 
Yeah. It's 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 definitely not it's not the America I remember reading about, knowing no. about, learning about, being raised in. Uh, it's very different. I mean, it's, I don't. It's I, not the America you fought for. I don't understand why you would want. I agree with you on speeding up the game. I mean, it's just like we keep we keep moving the bar to accept everybody, or you know, uh, then don't go to the baseball game if you know yeah. it's going to be. You already know it's going to be at least three hours. Sure. And if you can't do that, then just don't go. Yeah. I mean, I, you'd be. Would you be happy at a concert if your favorite band said we're going to play for thirty extra minutes? Hell yeah, I would. I'd be Ex- very excited. Exactly. So what the hell? You yeah, came I, to watch your team play. What's an extra 30 minutes if it goes in extra innings? It, it amazes me to see how everything is so dumbed down now so everybody can fit in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, I, I, boy, that's perfectly put. I, I, I'm, I'm here to tell you, not everybody fits in. Yeah. Sorry. I, 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 I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I can never be a Girl Scout. Yeah. I just can't. Yeah. I'm too old and, well, I'm a man. You're I can't a be a, I, I can't be a girl Did, scout. Have you seen that? It's like a video or something, a small excerpt. It's the it's a guy on the plane. He's eating his peanuts or whatever. He's sitting in the window seat. Little girl in the middle seat. Mom in the aisle seat. And she leans over and she's like, "Hey, you know, would you be okay with switching seats so my daughter can look out the window?" Mm-hmm. And he was like, "You know what? Even if I would, I just can't because she's got to learn the lessons that sometimes you just don't get everything you want in life." Yeah. And then she was like. Really? Well, yeah, you don't get everything you want in life. No. And, uh, you know, you bring up something funny there. You and I both graduated the same year, different high schools. We went to school for a while. I can't seem to remember ever having to deal with anybody who had peanut allergies. Yeah. The, this peanut allergy thing has, has swept America so much that they don't even serve peanuts on planes anymore. Because the smell. So I take Reese's on there, and I put it up to the vent. I'm like, go ahead. Just, just, just smell that peanuts. Wow. Kids are not allowed to eat peanuts at school anymore. Yeah, you, you can't, can't bring think, cupcakes. You can't bring peanut butter sandwiches to school anymore because one kid has a peanut allergy. That's I'm not making that up. That's a true wow, I hadn't story. Heard that. They're getting rid of valedictorians. Do you know why? Because it makes other kids feel bad. If you don't want to feel bad, then study your fucking ass off. I mean, I, I, I had Tommy in here a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about that topic. And I said, you know, our we, we knew our, our valedictorian at South. We didn't know her. You know why? She didn't go to parties. She didn't do the extracurricular shit that we did because she was studying. Yeah, That's what made her happy. And now we're going to take that away from smart kids? I think I, I think what's happening right now in America is so criminal. I, I think it's so anti-American. I wish we could throw people in jail for being anti-American. It started when we started giving everybody trophies. Amen. Preach on. I have yeah. said that for the last ten years. Yeah, the minute we started giving everybody trophies for everything, that's when it started changing because we have to accept everybody. Let me ask you something. You're a pretty competitive person, right? Yeah. What would you do with the second place trophy? Put it next to the other ones I had on the wall, I guess. Yeah, if I get a second place trophy, I'm pretty much gonna hide it. I'm not. I'm not proud that I got second place. Yeah, it I, goes I'm, in the back, but it, I'm the best loser. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, thanks. You man. know the funny thing is, actually, of all the trophies I have still from high school and whatever else I played throughout my time, 
I don't think I have any second place nope. trophies now. I look back. Nope. I mean, I, I yes. the only ones we still have are the first place ones. Yeah, sorry, not sorry. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I look. I'd be. That's why I'm not a parent. Little Arnie Jr. Yeah, I heard came that home. this morning. <laughs> Little Arnie Jr. came home with a participation trophy. Guess what? That shit would get broke. Yeah, please. Yeah. What? What? Is, you, you rode the bench all season. You didn't play a game, and you still got a trophy. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah, I, I agree. I, I I don't like the participation trophies. I I think that's that's where we started weakening ourselves as a nation. You know, I, I mean, I don't think the other countries, like especially uh, China, they're not giving second place trophies. They get mad if you don't win. You oh, better yeah. you better win that gold. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And Alicia, you're absolutely right. She says I'd like to point out participation trophies were not implemented by millennials. Their parents were the ones that did it. Good job, boomers and Gen Xers. Mm. It was our generation. We did this. We're oh, the ones that, that started handing these trophies out to every kid. I wouldn't have. I, uh, yeah. I don't know who these people are in our generation. Yeah, I coached um, my daughter's volleyball. T- well, I was one of the assistant coaches. And, you know, I mean, it sucked when we didn't l- win. But I don't recall us saying, well, let's get some trophies for the end of the yeah. season. Yeah, we would only get taken out for pizza parties if you win. Winners get sprinkles. Yeah. Let's all remember that key yeah. phrase. Winners get sprinkles. Yeah. And, and and I swear to God, man, I, I just sit here and I just go, just invade us, China. Come on. I yeah. want to learn to speak Chinese because I'm done with this fucking experiment yeah. of America. I remember as a kid I played soccer and my dad, I don't know what it was about the stupid concession stand hot dogs. Maybe it was because the bun was so mushy, I guess. I don't know. But my dad would always say, hey, if you score, you get a hot dog. So, I mean, I I always made sure I scored a goal so I'd get a hot dog after the game was over. Mm -hmm. You know, I was. See, I've been so competitive. Radio was the perfect job for me because at, at that time it was really competitive. When I was 12, that's when the must slide rule was implemented when I took out a catcher. Mm. And this catcher was about three sizes smaller than me. Oh. I mean, I, I Pete Rose his ass. Ray Fossey would have been like, "Damn, that was brutal." Wow. It was safe. And you know what I did when I got up? My dad was at the game. He had recently stopped drinking, and he was taking pictures. And I looked up in the stands, and this kid's laying there, bloody nose, the chest protectors off. <laughs> I hit him that hard. I look at my dad, and I go, "Did you get a picture?" <laughs> and I wasn't trying to be funny. I was like, I was very proud of that yeah. moment. I mean, you don't stand on the train or on the tracks when the train's coming through. Yeah, that's true. I mean, God Almighty! Yeah. I, I sit back, and if that were to happen now, they'd probably arrest me. They would well, probably arrest me. I don't me. know. Didn't did you see the video the other day of the of the little league game oh, or something yeah. where the guy pushed the umpire and then another one? Oh yeah. Oh I that. Mean, that's been happening. I haven't followed that. Did he end up getting arrested or anything? Uh, I think he's been kicked out of the league. I don't know if he I was knew arrested. that. And the kid, I mean, even the team was kicked out of yeah. the rest of the season. Well, you, you saw what happened. Remember, it happened uh, two years ago in high school football when that that player somewhere in South tackled, Texas yeah, just killed the referee, just yeah. blindsided, him, and the team was kicked out of the playoffs. And I was like, good, that's what should happen. Yeah. You can't attack a referee. Yeah, uh, I, I've seen it happen. I mean, I mean, I umpired for a summer. I umpired Pony League, and let me just tell you, it's another reason why I'm glad I don't have kids. 
because you have to deal with other parents. Yeah. Parent actually followed me out to my car. Oh wow! And started chirping at me. Now I was I've always been a pretty big guy, and I looked at him and I said, I said I have forgotten more about baseball than you'll ever know, and I suggest if you don't want to be made an example of in front of your kid, keep walking, because I was ready to go. I was ready. You, you, yeah. you this whole Chris Rock thing of walking up on people. Not in our generation. Yeah. You don't walk up you, on somebody like us. You don't. And, I, and this is another thing I tell my daughter and people I know. You never know who's in the other car. No. You never know who's on the other side. I mean, just, you know what? And just go back to basics of just be respectful. So what? Someone cut you off. I mean, are you, did you lose anything that right. day? I mean, so you, like, I, on my, I left this morning in my house at 5.15 a.m. to go to a 6.30 me, uh, meeting. And I got my, uh, someone flashed me. On two different occasions. One, I was entering the highway over here on 30. Plenty of room. Got all the way over. Mm-hmm. Never even, and I don't I don't get over unless I know I can get over. I mean, that's why I bought the big truck. Sure. And boom, no problem. All of a sudden, I see the of the flash. I, I kept going. I ain't got time, right? I make another lane change as I'm going across the bridge to get onto Bush. And I go over. And I guess a car just didn't like it and gave me the flash. And I'm just like, if you, th- it doesn't even phase me. I keep going. I don't right. give birds. I don't break check. Cause you know what? I don't, even, what's the old, I don't got time for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really don't. Yep. I mean, so I break check and then you get mad. And now what happens? We play the fluff chess game. Who gets bigger? Mm-hmm. That's when the stupidity happens. That's when oh. you see the people shooting their guns out of cars, throwing something out, causing you to wreck. And then at the end of the day, you look back and you go, was me trying to fluff my chest for 10 seconds really worth it? Mm-hmm. Because you may have gotten away with it 100 times, but that 101st time is going to be when something tragic yeah. happens and you're going to go, well, man, I wish I wouldn't have done nothing that day. Uh, mm-hmm. If you remember, my daughter had a road rage guy. You know, oh, yeah, and I remember I, that. I, and he, he said in the, in the whole deal he wished he wouldn't have got out of his truck and smashed my daughter's mirror off because he's had to spend 30 days in jail uh, for it. Yeah, now, now let me go back to my walk-up thing. You don't walk up on people like us. I ain't saying I'm going to win every fight. Yeah. Everybody, everybody's got somebody out there. Somebody's got your number. Yeah. I don't know who has it, and that's what keeps me in check. Yeah. But if you walk up on me, I'm going to stand up for myself. Same. I, I'm, I'm just telling you right now, yeah. if I'm Chris Rock and Will Smith starts to cuck back and this is a real thing, yeah. that's what? I'm jabbing that son bitch in the yeah. throat. We may have started participation trophies, but we also know how to handle ourselves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Our generation knows how to fight. Yeah. I mean, you know, back in schoolyards when we were growing up, if a fight broke out, nobody ran to the, the teachers. We all circled. Yeah. And that circle was huge. Why? Because we didn't want anybody breaking up our entertainment. We wanted to see a yep. good-ass fight. Yeah. And. Man. Things have changed. <laughs> oh yeah, because you can't have a fight no more. Well, they just had they just had one in Forney. Oh, they, oh, that's right. And I then the saw police that. officer got injured. And yeah. then I, I thought I'd heard. Uh, I could be wrong on this, but I thought I heard even one got care flighted or something out of that deal. I, I heard there was like there were some weapons involved. See, that was our, our generation that we didn't need weapons. We, you didn't have did, no. We had was, hurt and pain. We yeah, had the left and you, the right. You you had a fight, and at the end of the day, you guess what? After the fight was over. You were probably friends. And if you weren't friends, you never, ever fucking crossed paths again. Exactly. It was over. It was done. It was, it yeah. was, but now you're not allowed to fight. And, well, you're not allowed to fight because, well, somebody's going to end up getting well, killed. But here's the other thing. The problem is, the, the other part, too, to this is if these kids get in a fight and they do break out a weapon, 
there's no more punishment for him anymore. We're already setting that precedence now. I mean, George Gascon, uh, you know, mm-hmm. just said, I mean, when you have a guy in jail saying, I'm going to get a tattoo of George Gascon because that's your hero, because yeah. he's basically helping you out, I mean, that's ridiculous. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead right. real quick. We'll take a break here. I'll, I'll take a real quick break here. We'll play some Neil Diamond. 775-357-FANS. radio one at gmail.com. Hello again, hello Just called to say hello I couldn't sleep at all tonight And I know it's late But I couldn't wait Hello, my friend, hello Just called to let you know I think about you every night When I'm here alone And you're there at home Just need to hear Hello My friend, hello It's good to need you so It's good to love you like I do Way when I hear you say hello. Every night 
it's late But I couldn't wait Hello
take the blues and make a song You sing them out again You sing them out again Song, song, blue Weeping like a willow Song, song, blue Sleeping on my Can sing it with a cry in your voice And before you know it, get to feeling good You simply got no choice Take the blues and make a song You sing them out again Song, song, blue Weeping like a willow Song, song, blue Sleeping on my Time for him to retire. Yeah, well, we just need to hire a general manager. We, and yeah. if you have any pull with the Texas Rangers, then you need to talk to them and say, hey, I got this fat buddy who lives out in Rockwall. Uh, knows a can, little bit about baseball. He could manage the team. Yeah. He could manage this team. I, I, I think I could manage this team to at least a World Series appearance. I'm not going to guarantee a win yet. Yeah. But th- this Rangers team could be, nice. be good. Be nice to see us in the World Series again. Oh. I brought my dad. Uh, my dad was a lifelong Cardinal fan. I brought him to Game Three of the Rangers mm-hmm. Cardinals. Were greatest day of my life. Even though the Rangers lost. Yeah. 
greatest day of my yeah. life. It was just so awesome. I mean, I, I was at the national title I'm, game when the Longhorns won. Didn't compare to even that. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. We, we were like literally like one out away, right? Or we something. were one strike. strike. One, I knew there was something. Twice. Twice in that game. And Nelson Cruz let that ball go over his head. And that's why I boo Nelson Cruz every time I even think about him. Wow. Yeah, I knew, oh. I, knew, I knew it was either one out or one strike or something. One strike away. Wow. Oh, I was so upset. Oh, man. Uh, NBC announces that their new Sunday night football booth will be Mike Tirico and Chris Collinsworth. Hmm. Yikes. Get ready for a lot of Browns-Jets games on Sunday night. Wow. That, like, Mike Tirico, he just doesn't inspire me for anything at all. And Chris Collinsworth is just kind of a... He's horseshit. Yeah. As a broadcaster, he's yeah, terrible. Yeah, he's just not been anything that I've ever. That's uh, insane. Let's see. Oh, we got a phone call. Oh, look at that. Hey, you're on the air. Who's this? Hey, it's Brent Placer, and just want to say thank you for the great interview. I love your guest. Oh, thank and, uh, you. And I used the. Uh, he's the only other guy that's. I've used the Eight Mile movie uh, example multiple times in the fire service, and he's the only guy that I've heard also use it. So thanks and good call and. Arnie, thanks for bringing all these uh, guests that are friends. Uh, it, it really is good radio, and I, I appreciate it. All right, buddy. Well, you have a good day. Thank you, too. See ya. Yeah, uh, that that was a very cool reference. I, I like that yeah. reference. I'm going to have to steal that one from you. I, I, it's, 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 it's funny. I thought I was the only one who used it. Yeah. Now I hear somebody else has used yeah, it. But I mean, but it's it, such a it's, – it's, I think that goes for people who actually think outside the box. When you mm-hmm. see something like that, you're like, huh. I yeah. mean, he he gave him everything and left him nothing. Yeah, when you when you can own all your faults, when yeah. you can do that, and I don't even go to say that I own all my faults. The fat one, I own that one. I hey, I'm happy to, I'm okay with that. You want to try to use that against me? You better bring a sack lunch because it's gonna be an all day job. Yeah, I, I mean that that's just the way it is, and I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'm okay with it. You know, look. We're all different. Not everybody's going to get along. We already know that. Not everybody's going to get along. I just try to get along. And here's the big thing. I just want people to do their jobs. Yeah. That's all I want. We went to go look at uh, apartments for uh, Brady Kid's son who's moving to the area last week. I have never, ever been that angry before. I did the show the next day. I've never been that angry on the show before. And I I have my character's name is sometimes is Angry Arnie. There was a rage that I tapped into because we went to an apartment complex. And the guy said, well, we just do appointments now because otherwise I can't get my other work done. Hmm. We drove an hour. Nowhere on there did it say they only take appointments, and I lost my shit. I just lost it. I was like, do your fucking job. That's it. I respect people in every job they do. If you have a job, I respect you. Mm-hmm. Why? Because you're contributing to society. Now, the way that you contribute to society is by doing your job. Yeah, which is to, in the end of the day, is to make money. A great example I saw yesterday, the I guess it was the Rockwall Waffle House was understaffed. They had staff. Worst Waffle House in right. America. They had staff, but it was just understaffed. So they said they were only doing to-go orders. They went. The guy said, "I went to a Waffle House down the street in Garland because I was like, I knew it wasn't much further. I went over there, and he goes, they had the exact same amount of people there, but they were still seating people. But they said we're only going to seat six tables 
The rest will be empty because we don't have the manpower for it. But people waited, and they still got to sit down. So it's, it goes back to who wants to make money and who doesn't. Yeah. And oh. I don't know if Waffle House is franchisees or whatnot, but it, it, if I owned a Waffle House and you were telling me we're going to be to-go only, I'd be like, figure it out. Yeah. H- have four tables oh. if you have to, but figure it out. I will not eat at the Outback in Garland anymore. The, over there off George Bush. Oh, okay. Went in there. It was a Friday. Went in at about 5.15. Right? Before the big rush. I'm old. I eat early. Nobody's in there. Nobody. Right? Table for two. Oh, it's going to be 30 minutes. We don't, we don't have the staff yet. Well, then why are you open? Yeah. yeah close your doors. If you don't yep. have the staff, then close your close doors. Close your doors. I, yeah. I would respect. I'd be upset because I like the Outback. But I would respect the fact that you can't do your job. Then don't do it. Yeah. Oh, that, no, I agree, and 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 you know, and I'll, I'll close on this, and I'm I'm gonna head out. But okay. one, I want to say thanks for letting me crash your day. I, no. I wasn't coming by to crash it. I was just Anytime. coming by to you know you're welcome. Just happen to show. happen Anytime. to be in the neighborhood, and now I have to start becoming more prepared if I am gonna crash because you clearly came up with questions really quick. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that's what but, I do. Uh, See, you know, I do my job. Yes, you do. But As I you I, do your job. I I appreciate our friendship. Yeah, uh, I, I, I appreciate you know knowing that I can call you and you and you will step up to the plate. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think you were the first person on my post asking for sponsors to were like, we're in, Yeah, you know, yeah. we'll sponsor a whole and, and we'll that be a was, part that of it. That was pretty kid. That was all her. And, and yeah. I, cause I was probably asleep when you put it up Yeah, and she put it up. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. And then as soon as you asked me to MC, there was no, that was no brainer. Yeah. That, that was no brainer. I was like, Shh, done. Yeah. I think you, you responded duh real quick yeah, so and, and and find out about me broadcasting out at the golf course yeah i'm uh, I, I sent a message a minute ago on okay. uh, some stuff so hopefully heather will answer that soon and then that way you at least have it mm-hmm. uh for you to put on your site or, or let your listeners know awesome. but but uh you know I, again appreciate you i appreciate your listeners i think you got an awesome base and uh mm-hmm. you know much love brother time time to grow that base but yes <laughs> yes sir yeah, you too you uh you travel safely and and have good safe travels out there I know that you have to do a lot of stuff now for your daughter, and I think oh, that's funny. God. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, a, it's a pay-as-I-go scavenger hunt. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Brian McNeil. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate you being here today. Uh, I'll talk to you soon. Give me a call. Uh, I'm going to stay on for just a few more minutes here. Uh, feels like Arnie's friends are our own friends. Yeah, exactly. That's the way I make it to you. Uh, all right, so a couple of things here that I have to get out today because otherwise it won't matter. Uh, I saw this story yesterday. Oh, good Lord. Oh. <laughs> now I got to share this one with you. So so I guess there's a lawsuit going on, and it's between people that we all hate, the Kardashians and Black China. Now, now if, if, you, if you haven't been playing along with the Kardashian wheel of people, sadly I have because that's what I do for a living. Black China is the girl who uh, shit out Rob Kardashian's kid. Yeah, she was the one person that gave it up to Rob Kardashian. They got some kind of crazy lawsuit going on. Well, her mama has come out. And I am not kidding about this name. This is the only reason why I'm doing this story. Black China's mother's name is Tokyo Tony. That can't be her real name. Oh, 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 and we have video of Tokyo Tony talking? Well, Tony, 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 do it again. 
She look, they look homeless. No, I'm not playing. And it made me so mad. Well, Y'all gonna try to downplay your fucking self. I, Chris had on a fuck, fucking crusty ass tan suit with one button. None of the bitches had shirts under their belt. It was horrible. Oh, and mm. she, oh, good Lord. I just saw something that I never, ever need to see again. First of all, Michael Strahan would look at her and go, bitch, fix that gap between your teeth. And she just bit into a pickle with them gap teeth. Good Lord. It like it looked like her, her school colors were white, green, and white. Oh, my God. That is Tokyo Tony. Vietnam Vicky. No, it's Tokyo Tony. <laughs> oh, I, I'm, I'm sure she's close personal friends with Auschwitz Annie. Uh, I think the correct name for his African-American China. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. By the way, uh, oof. Rihanna, boy, went out in a bikini yesterday. Yeah, that, that's all I got to say is, yeah. Rihanna used to be all right, but Rihanna pregnant? Hey, there you go. If I got to see it, y'all got to see it. Man, oh, man, what is happening on the 30-mile zone today? Any, what, what's the top news? Oh, is there anything going on? Anything going on in the Johnny Depp trial? I guess yesterday Johnny Depp... All he did was talk about how his parents would beat him and do all kinds of bad stuff to him. I, I do not believe the poop sheets were were that. Uh, Amber was suicidal when I left our fights. Okay, so there he is, Johnny Depp. By the way, by the way, by the way. I, I need to look. Wait, first of all, I got to look something up here. I got to look something up before I lose my mind. Let's go to the uh, Wikipedia of him. Oh. Okay, all right. I don't even need to go there. Hey, Johnny Depp. You're not British. I am so sick of hearing Johnny Depp's fake British accent. The motherfucker is from Owensboro, Kentucky. Brother, you are not British. Stop it. You know who else was from Owensboro, Kentucky? A dude from that show, The Real World. Do you remember The Real World L.A.? you remember the country guy who wanted to be a country music artist? Motherfucker said he was from Owensboro, Kentucky. The the home, of the, the, the palace of barbecue. I remember that's why I hated him, because I know that Texas already has better barbecue. He's from the same place as Johnny Depp. Now, come on. Yeah, he didn't have it on 21 Jump Street. He didn't have it in Edward Scissorhands. Johnny, 
You're not British. And stop with the scarves. For fuck's sake, man. Uh, B. Coop says, Your Honor, present defense exhibit B, a turd from Amber Heard. <laughs> Rihanna has Holocaust in the gut. Oh, man. When did his fake accent? I know, right? He's on the stage. If if I was the judge, you know what I'd do? This is what I'd do. This is why I can't be a judge. If I'm sitting there, oh, well, your honor, uh, I guess the first one did. It was talking about uh, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. I, I believe the first one did well, and we, we made quite a few more. I would fucking knock him right in the head with a gavel. That's the sound it would make. You're not British, man. Come on, dude. And there ain't no way. Uh-uh. Ain't no way he's five foot ten. If he's five foot ten, I'm six eight. I should be in the NBA. Tired of all these actors lying about their their age and or not their age, but their height. He's five ten. He's five ten and I poop gold. Now you got that fake British accent, same as Madonna. Yeah, it, nobody likes a Madonna. And by the way, all these people say, oh, Madonna still looks so great. No, she doesn't. No, look at a close-up picture of her. Oof. I'd like to see what that looks like without makeup on. You know what I don't want to see without makeup on? Her ugly daughter who's got a unibrow. That's right. I called her kid ugly. Deal with it. You know what I'm hoping? I'm, I'm hoping that these two go after each other, like, physically in the courtroom. That'd be badass. Have Dan Abrams on there from Live PD. Yeah, no Live PD's back yet. Damn it. All right. Well, you know what? That's going to do it for us today. I, we, we, had a, we had a jam-packed show thanks to, uh, thanks to Brian coming in today. So thank you so much, Brian. I do appreciate it. Uh, We're going to call it, so uh, we will be back tomorrow. Tomorrow we have Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy on. How great is that? Got Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy on tomorrow, and then it's Friday? Oh, my God. Look how we just ran through this week. Uh, I will be back same time, uh, same channel tomorrow. You know it would be great? A hideous bird flu outbreak in that courtroom, fast acting. (laughs) Amen. Amen. By the way, if it does happen, let's you and I go. That's the way we can get it. Uh, Until then, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, I told you I'd play this for you today. I'm playing you the whole version. George Strait, I can't go on dying like this, a slow version. Until tomorrow, adios, everybody. I'm driving in my car alone. You called me. On the telephone, how many times will it take till I'm convinced that you're using me? I'm just a used to be. It's a lie. I know it's a lie, but I just can't go on. Like this Can I see you tonight? Baby, I'll act just like you
exactly what I'm not supposed to do I'll just stop in here, have a glass of beer I'm just a fool, I guess But I just can't go on dying like this It's 4 a.m. I think I'll play that song again. The one call. I'm so lonesome I could cry. Then I'll wonder where you are tonight. I don't know. I just don't know. But I just can't go on dying like this Can I see you tonight, baby? I like just like you want me to Or is that just exactly Have a glass of beer I'm just a fool I guess But I just can't Go on dying Like this Lord knows I just can't Go on dying Like is outside waiting to arrest him.